This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Well, I don't know that we are or not. I'm certainly uh, certainly not. Can you hear me? Joanna, can you hear anything I'm saying? Hmm. Test, test, test. I don't know how much of that was on or off the air, but... Are we working now? All indications point to yes, as Magic 8-Ball would say. I believe we're up now. Good morning, everybody. We might have been up all along, for all I know. <laughs> Much more likely to have that kind of start on a Monday than a Friday. Friday, right. So I guess we got weekend fever. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our show. It is the Buzz Adams Morning Show for Friday. As we head into the weekend, you can feel weekend fever. That's probably what we can blame the weird start on is weekend fever. What did Joanna tell us yesterday that the the weekend now starts on Thursday? Thursday lunch? She said there was a special name for it as well. No, you don't. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can't you program? <laughs> Let me try this. Um... All right. Joanna, when I'm in KLAQ program, I can only hear what you're playing. When I'm in monitor and headphones, I can... All right, let's see if that's going to work. How about now? Yeah? Can you... (laughs) You can hear me? Can you hear the music? Yes. Can you hear yourself? Yes. All right. I think we're there. I I think we finally got there. Nico was asking you about the weekend now starting at noon on Thursday. Is that the case? The pre-kend. That's the what pre-kend. it was. I was trying to it's remember. The pre-kend the... weekend, baby. I'm going to have me some fun. Well, then what is uh, what is this? Like early on Friday morning, is that still the pre-kend? It's the pre-kend. That's still the pre-kend continues. All right. Yes. That explains all of this. You know, <laughs> no, you know what's happening? There's a live remote after the show. And they had the settings set over for the live I remote. Think so yeah. Mm. Where's the live remote gonna be? At that tattoo arts and expo. All right, now is that at at the convention center downtown, or okay. is that at the Did Coliseum? You get that message too. I got a message, but it was from Veronica, and I don't know if that supersedes the previous <laughs> message from Kevin. I saw it, but it's like, that's why I'm asking, which which is for sure? Where are they having the tattoo festival? I guess the convention center. Well, we believe the convention center. At least that was the last thing on an, uh, an email that we got. All right, so they're going to be doing the show live from the tattoo uh, festival? Yes. Oh, uh, and we believe that there were some settings that were misaligned. Yes. And that's what caused the confusion there at the beginning of the show. I'm over well, here pressing buttons. I, I guess we got it straightened out. I mean, I if, it, if there's something not working. I don't know what it works, I think. Uh, you know, when the weekend starts, the pre-kend, the pre-kend. starts on, at noon on, or Thursday. lunchtime on Thursday. The weekend starts at 5 o'clock when KLAQ rolls the weekend starter six-pack. That's when we play six in a row from one of your favorite bands or artists. The Q's weekend starter six-pack brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots and electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun. That is Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. And coming up today, we've got six in a row from Aerosmith. 
starting at 5 o'clock. You'll know the weekend is underway when you hear the weekend starter six-pack at 5 o'clock on Friday. This Friday, today, it's Aerosmith and six in a row from Aerosmith. All right, let's uh, find out what's going on today. Uh, In the news, Nico, what's the big story in the news? In the news, the big story? I would say Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson being confirmed Confirmed. to the Supreme Court. She will become the first African-American woman to sit on the... Supreme Court? Uh Uh Uh-huh. After she was... Nominated? Confirmed? And confirmed? Yes. Yesterday? The confirmation was finalized? For the Supreme Court. All right, very good. Way to be on top of that. Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have coming up in uh, Hollywood news and notes? A man accused of shooting Lady Gaga's dog walker in a robbery last year was mistakenly released from a Los Angeles jail on Wednesday. What the? Oh, my God. (laughs) James Howard Jackson has remained free since then. No word on whether they've gotten him back. No word from the uh, officials. Nothing. Just, oh, he's been let go. It was a mistake, but... I guess they're on it. What happened to the dog walker that got shot? Did he recover? He recovered, remember? But then he is now like a nomad or something. He's traveling in his van and he needed like money for the expenses. Remember everybody started to go fund me. Everybody raised tens of thousands of dollars for the dogs who were kidnapped but not shot. And they didn't raise any money for the dog walker who got shot. Right. I think he deserves a little bit. And everyone too. was like, uh, you work with Lady Gaga. Wasn't Lady Gaga going to kick something his way? Yeah, but you she, could say that about the dogs. You're owned by Lady Gaga. <laughs> Why should I be chipping in that's for a the good dog point. fund? Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Well, uh, I thought Lady Gaga had confirmed she was going to pay his medical bills. All of them. I think she paid I think the, that would the, be kind of like the least. Like the, the least. minimum like, that you could do. He, he literally was... took a bullet for her dogs. <laughs> and what happened to the dogs? They were recovered, and there was, like, this whole conspiracy. The person who turned the dogs in was involved in the kidnapping in the first place. They wanted the reward, and then, of course, Mm -hmm. they were like, well, how did you come across these dogs? And the person who turned them in said, hey, the the poster said no questions asked, right? Yeah. Was that part of it? They were like, uh, it said no questions asked, and then they like, Now you're asking a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> investigated, and they were like, you were part of it, weren't you? The Masters Tournament Day 1 is on the books, and Tiger Woods finished with a one under par 71, which is good for a guy who could have died in a car crash a little over a year ago. Tiger almost had a hole in one oh. on one of the par threes. Must have been a very exciting day. It's super exciting. At Augusta. Excitement was palpable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it it is actually a really, really big see, deal. You know, Tiger, Tiger played. Yeah. So one under if Tiger were to shoot a one under today, that's probably gonna be uh above the cut line, meaning he would make the Saturday mm. and Sunday play. Oh. They they cut there's a cut line, so they cut the field. I guess maybe in half, it probably varies a little bit from tournament to tournament, but they cut, and at one under, if he finishes two under today, Tiger will more more than likely be playing on uh, Saturday and Sunday, which is just ratings, ratings gold, yeah, right. though, for people tuning in when Tiger's in the mix. It's just such a big deal, and he hasn't been in the mix at anything. That's the only time I ever hear year. about golf. 
Um, we got a story here about the price of eggs going through the roof in time for Easter because of the bird, bird flu. flu. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if that's why the last time I went through KFC, I got my daughter a leg and thigh single combo, and it was like 11 and a half bucks, which is normally... It's like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a kid's meal, basically. And uh, a month last month when my mom was visiting, we got a pizza, and I wanted to get some of those uh, garlic parmesan wings. So the the price of the pizza was twenty something dollars. The price of a dozen wings was also twenty dollars. Yeah, but wings w- have always been expensive, right? Not Jonah? that expensive. They've never been like a buck eighty a wing. So they were way more expensive to the point where I said, hey, check that for me. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Wink, How many wings did you get? A do- oh, I didn't get them. Oh. Mm-hmm. I told him I'm not good. It was, a, it was the 12, though. <laughs> it was, a, yeah, it was a 12. And uh, the cost, so they, the bill was going to be like 40 bucks. I'm like, wait a minute, did the price of the pizza go up or the wings? And they checked it and the wings were like, yeah, it worked out to like a buck 78, buck 80 per wing. Uh, so this is all due to the H5N1 bird flu, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. These viruses have been detected both in commercial chickens and other wild birds, and that's making the price not only of chickens but also of eggs uh, skyrocket. And Easter's coming up a week from Sunday. Um, also, apparently people they're telling people who have birds or pet birds to – uh, not let them interact with other people's birds and to keep them to themselves. Like, if you've got a bird, it's probably not going to develop a case of bird flu unless it's interacting with other birds. Right. Okay. Birds are cool. I don't think I'd ever want to own a bird. I just... I had a friend who had a macaw, mm-hmm. and they're just... They just... They're really filthy. And it's con- it's a daily, constant effort. You're I mean, just- you're putting it into a ca- this small cage, and it has to, that's all it lives in. Well, even when you let it out, like if you let it out around the house, it's... Still dirty. Yeah, they're pretty, but pretty dirty But it's beautiful animals. plumage. And they can talk, so I guess that's pretty cool. Uh, television. Let's take a look at what's on TV. On Amazon, Chris Pine stars in All the Old Knives, an espionage thriller... That also stars Thandie Newton. Uh, on Paramount Plus, second season premiere of the iCarly reboot is on today. Friday uh, on HBO, third season of A Black Lady Sketch Show. Saturday's got the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards on Nick, and it's a new episode of Saturday Night Live, also on Saturday night. Jake Gyllenhaal is the host, and Camila Cabello is the uh, music guest. Pink Floyd is putting out their first music in 28 years. Whoa. But to understand the lyrics, you're going to have to speak Ukrainian because it's a Ukrainian singer singing in Ukrainian, but it's the first time. God, I'm trying to think. That must have been like Division Bell tour when Pink Floyd put out new music. This is the first new music from Pink Floyd. Can you watch a laser light show to it? That... You know, that's a very pertinent question, right? When Pink Floyd comes out with any new music, it's like, how would this play be set off with a bunch of laser lights? Um, I've got a little bit of it, so you can hear it when we do today. And the sound sweet. clip's coming up in just a few minutes. 
It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo at Dyer and Monroe. Check them out on social media or visit PumpingInkTattoo.com. We got some uh, neckline calls from overnight. I'm going to get to uh, some of those coming up. We're going to find out why <clears throat> eggs are so expensive. Ugh, freaking eggs. With Easter just a little over a week away, week from Sunday, it's going to really the- make, you know, you can say, oh, get plastic eggs, but you can't do Coscarones mm-hmm. with pl- plastic eggs, can you, Joanne? <laughs> no, you can't. This is the worst time for eggs to be expensive. Uh, sure. Easter. But chicken, too. And chicken. The price of chicken is through the roof. Because you know how they say the reason is. Why? Is why? There's a bird flu. Oh. Going oh, around. right. Why don't they wear the make those chickens wear or masks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of anti-vax chickens out there. What's going on? <laughs> Nico, you had a story that is probably going to uh, divide people, but it's something they want to do out of Tennessee. They want to get rid of uh, gay marriage in Tennessee. They which is going to be hard to do because it the, it was a Supreme Court ruling, so it's federal rule. It's that, a federal rule. Yeah. Federal law that gay uh, couples could get married. And it's been that way for a long time. Yes. Which, you know, there were a lot of predictions about what would happen uh, from people who were against gay marriage. You know, once you let gays get married. Horses could get married. Yeah. A guy's going to marry his cat. Yeah. And to my knowledge, none of that has happened. And uh, gay people have gotten married and ended up being just as miserable as a straight people. <laughs> that hasn't stopped states like Tennessee from still trying to stop gay people from getting married. Well, what are they cooking up in Tennessee? A new pair of bills introduced in the state House and Senate of Tennessee seek to establish a new kind of marriage between only a man and only a woman. In oh, the state. so this would be like marriage plus. Yeah. Yeah. But lawmakers huh. in both chambers neglected to add any age of consent, opening the state up to child marriages, assuming said children have the right body parts. There is not an explicit age limit, state rep Tom Leatherwood, who introduced the bill, said. The bill notably does not outlaw marriages of incest, uh, does uh, outlaw marriages of incest, but it looks like eliminating age requirements from this new type of marriage was a choice. So let me see if I'm understanding this. So, so they're not saying, "Oh, gay people can't get married," but now we're doing like a, like a. No, they're saying a plus version of marriage, which is only, only for heterosexual couples. Well, I think they're saying that they a new kind of marriage between only a man and a woman in the state. I think they're trying to say that no more gay people can't get married anymore. The only people that can get married are uh, heterosexual people. Yeah, check that again. I think what they're what they're probably doing just from this little bit that I've heard from you is they're saying, well, we're going to have like a bonus where... A bonus? Wait, how does that make sense? They The state of Tennessee cannot override the, the Supreme Court and say that gay people cannot get yeah, but, marriage. Now but, they could say... But heterosexual people can already get married there. Yeah, I think they're trying to come up with some kind of gold-plated version of marriage. And what that's would that only, get you? I don't know. Read the story. I just read detail. it to you. It's, that's not what is <laughs> happening. They're trying to outlaw it completely. They're trying to outlaw gay marriage gay completely. Marriage. Yeah. I, yeah, I, that doesn't sound right. 
Bill authors are calling it a record of marital contract at common law, which basically creates a separate class of marriage in yeah. Tennessee so they're for not the mes- heterosexuals. Yes, that's right. So they're not getting rid of gay marriage for homosexuals. What they're saying is there's this new version that's only available for... Straight people. Yes. There is no reason to do this other than blatant homophobia because straight people already have access to marriage certificates in the state. Um... This was one of the suggestions when when gay people were fighting for the right to be able to get married. Some people were saying, okay, well, we'll let you have a civil union. And gay people were saying, no, we want to be married. We want to be married like everybody else gets married. Well, and there's and a lot of legal saying, things. And that- there was a big thing for a lot of people. It's like, why do you have to call it marriage? We could just say that you have all the rights that come along with it. Uh, the Supreme Court passed the thing. Yeah, so this is not going to do away with gay marriage altogether. That would be very, that would be illegal. Yeah, the Supreme Court decision was from 2015, Obergefell versus Hodges, and that's what uh, legalized gay marriage in the country completely. Yeah, that's very weird to have okay, a separate here, class. Here's what I'm reading, and this is uh, from uh, Nashville WPLN, and what they say is, it just declares that the marriage between a man and a woman is not a creation of the state government. It's a common law right. Which is a, and this is commentary here, a fancy way of saying ministers will oh, no longer have okay. to sign off on same-sex I'm marriages. reading the same thing you're reading. All right. Oh, okay. The U.S. Supreme Court made gay marriage, same-sex marriage legal in 2015. But okay. there are some religious pastors who are saying, well, that's against my religious beliefs. I shouldn't be expected to, to sign have off anything to do okay. with a gay marriage. Um. The guy who got the uh, gay marriage before the U.S. Supreme Court is a Nashville attorney named a- Abby Rubenfeld, and she says the pr- this proposal uh, that Tennessee has is bound to end up in a legal battle. Well, there is n- in the in the special category that the Tennessee legislature made up for heterosexual couples. They're saying, well, there's no age of consent to this. Oh, so for the common law thing, it's like you could get married if you're eight and nine years yeah. old. Yeah. But they do say no incest. Yeah, no incest. But if you're five and six, that's fine. Well, no incest is pretty progressive for the American South, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Here, let's get to a phone call from the neckline. You can leave a message for us on the neckline. That number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. And here's what uh, we've got for us today. Hey, good morning, morning show. Um, I just have to comment. I, I love how Buzz is very well informed about everything. I mean, he reads up on everything. But this Governor Abbott, uh, he acts like he doesn't know what happened and uh, what's going to go on when we all know he reads everything and gets details as much detail as he can. But here you can see him pushing his Beto uh, agenda already, um, trying to make Abbott look bad and not talking about the whole story. Anyway, have a good one. Uh, no, I wait, was... Wait, wait, wait. Was, was that pro-you or anti-you? Right. Well, I, I mean, he says I read and know everything. I take that as a compliment for sure, but Don't there was a part that. of this story. So this has to do with Governor Abbott holding a press conference saying that they were going to start sending buses full of uh, illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C., and I said, well, it's based on that, which at the time was all that I knew. I've learned more since then. I said, this sounds like a stunt. 
Mm-hmm. And it turns out it is a stunt because it came out later at a press release a couple of hours after the governor's press conference. It's on a voluntary basis. Any illegal immigrants, first of all, they've all been processed for this program. And by the way, Abbott used this as a fundraising effort. He sent out messages saying, let's send a message to Washington, D.C. and drop off illegals in their in their bed. Hold, hold Biden accountable. Rush a contribution now. <laughs> but the thing is, the bus, the people have to agree to get on it. So basically it's free transportation to, to- get people from the border to more of the interior, which I thought was something that... They didn't want. People who are against illegal immigration... Are against. What if they don't? These are stop people, in by Washington. the way, that have already been processed by the federal government. So they were going to be allowed to enter the United States regardless. Anyways. This is just a free ride. And now they're just ride. like, cool, free, free ride. ride. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, to the caller's point, I actually had not heard about that. This is from uh, the Corpus Christi Caller Times. Uh, so this aspect of the story I hadn't heard. I had thought, okay, there's going to be an injunction against it. You can't kidnap somebody. You know, somebody who comes in on an asylum claim or, or whatever. You can't just kidnap them. Right. Which is what this would kind of amount to. I said, this has got to be some kind of stunt. And based on this, uh, I, uh, you know, I, let me pat myself on the back a little bit. I got it. Yeah, it's a stunt. It's not sending illegal immigrants. It's sending illegal immigrants who've already been processed and were allowed to come into the United States anyway. It's just giving them a free lift. You know, they might have family in the Northeast. It's just going to get them one step closer to where they wanted to go in the first place. So to Mm -hmm. be clear, um, these people aren't going to be sent against their will. It was four paragraphs deep into a seven-paragraph news release from the governor that said the bus trips would be on a purely voluntary basis and only for for, uh, immigrants who have already been processed through by the federal government. So... No, I wasn't thinking of any Beto agenda there. I just realized a political stunt when I hear one. Right. Uh, you know, just like I realize when I hear the story out of Tennessee, that's not exactly what you were describing. Um, but yeah, political stunt. Do you have a Beto agenda? <sighs> Do I have a Beto agenda? Yeah. No, I can't say that I have a Beto. Other than I personally know Beto and have known him for 20 years. So the same way you would have an agenda of, yeah, I know that dude. I've never met Abbott, but I know Beto. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on a first-name basis with him. I'm not on a first-name basis with, with Greg. But I was right that this is kind of a... You know, a stunt, a stunt, and when you and but the one thing I did miss is that it's also a money grab because he was asking for contributions to do this thing. So uh, it was you even more. You want to send immigrants deeper <laughs> into the United right. States? Right. If you also want to help the Republican governor's effort to speed illegal immigrants on their way even further into the lower forty-eight, please donate to Governor Greg Abbott's latest <laughs> uh, boondoggle. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to have more foreigner tickets uh, to give away. So all the tickets that we have here in-house with us at the station, I'd kind of like to give those away today so people have an opportunity to come pick them up this afternoon. The show's Monday, so technically you could still come and get a Monday during office hours, but I just want to make sure the tickets get out there and everybody's got Mm -hmm. a chance uh, to go get them. I wrote an article about the uh, new Starbucks, which is 
where the Prince Machiavelli's used to be. Uh, and I said it's like a real idiocracy moment because in, in idiocracy, all the Starbucks are now brothels. You get a gentleman's full-body latte for $5,000 <laughs> in the movie Idiocracy. <laughs> Somebody's comment, yep, sounds like an article Buzz would write. <laughs> Mi- yeah, but then he says, misinformation and fake news. The club was demolished years ago. The no- new Starbucks was built on an empty lot, not the old building. And when I see com- it's like, dude, can you at least read the article? Because in the article it says, in the second paragraph, Prince Machiavelli's was demolished in 2014, but it stood vacant for several years before that. Through the 90s and 2000s, it was the only gentleman's lounge on the west side of town. When I see these comments, it's like, you know, you would have a good point if it wasn't Stupid. directly contradictory to what I actually put in the, you know. I'm, I'm not saying you have to read my article, but if you're going to comment on the article, just don't make <laughs> yourself look like a bonehead while you're doing it. I got a couple more uh, calls off the neckline to get to. Oh, cool! But I will have foreigner tickets coming up, and in an hour we're gonna ha- we're gonna start off today's cash code keywords. Every time you hear a keyword, enter it on the KLAQ mobile app. If you open up the mobile app, you're gonna see the cash code keywords and instructions on how to enter them. You can't miss it. You could also do it at KLAQ.com. But our first keyword of the day. For today is going to be in about an hour. What's up, Mojo? It's ODG. A movie scene that really traumatized me as a kid was the bloody mattress scene in Hellraiser 2. This skinless lady pops out of a mattress and chases a dude around the room while smearing blood from her skinless body all over the place. It's rough. There's a five-minute clip on YouTube. It's called The Bloody Mattress Scene. Check it out. And also, did you ever watch Joe Bob Briggs on TNT back in the 90s? He would show scary movies at night. That's why I first saw Hellraiser. All the Hellraisers. Uh, they're still rough. All those Hellraiser movies are still rough. Okie dokie. Did they ever reboot Hellraiser? A reboot? I think they're going to. They had a bunch of them, like a. They had like a series, yeah, but I think they're about to reboot it. So that's one of the the like what's the name? Nailhead. Pinhead. Pinhead. <laughs> God, what a freaky face! Just looking at the cover of one of those movies could give me nightmares. We were talking about things that really traumatized you when you were a kid. Movies and scene the one scene specifically. I mean, gore films. I get. We had a lot of calls yesterday of people being freaked out and traumatized by things that weren't even supposed to be all that gory. Did anybody have trouble watching Wizard of Oz because of those flying monkeys? Those freaky flying monkeys? <laughs> um, no, but I feel like you have a story on that. <laughs> Do you have a story on <laughs> I guess those were supposed to be really terrifying in 1939, but even in like the 1970s and 80s when they'd show that on TV, people... (laughs) I knew people who couldn't watch Wizard of Oz because of that. The monkeys are freaky, yeah. So I don't know if you guys realize that you actually did a segue this morning that probably wouldn't show up on most people's radar. Um, So first you were talking about the Masters. Then you started talking about 
an article where a black man was telling uh, black women to marry a white man. Something you may not realize in a segue is that uh, Augusta National is one of the most racist um, associations on the planet. Um, actually, women and minorities are not allowed to be part of the um, Augusta National Golf Club. You must be a white male. So, um, just something I don't know. If- there, there's more to this call, but let me just say that this uh, this information would have been correct 30 years ago. What? The, what what she's saying would have been correct if she were calling right. in 1989, but it's not. It's I was going to bring this anymore. up yesterday to Joanna because I wasn't sure if she knew it or not when we were discussing it, but I think we just Let's moved just on. Let's assume I know nothing about this. There's, there's <laughs> a lot more to this call, and, and I appreciate the call and the information that, that the listener is passing on. Definitely at one point was correct. It has not been uh, correct for about three decades, however. Well, it, I mean, it was a very, pr- it's one of the most prominent golf courses in the country. One of, probably the most. One of the most exclusive as well. You, you don't, you get in by invitation. Right. And it had this reputation. Of, oh, the, yeah. It's still real stodgy. Jo- tell Joanna what the, the owner or president of Augusta said. About having black let, let, players. Let me, you know what? Let me get to the rest of the call because mm-hmm. there's more, and I just want uh, to hear the rest. And most okay. of this information at one point was was true. Was accurate. Was true. Okay. So, um, just something I don't know if you guys realized. I grew up near um, Augusta National, and the thing is that say you are a black woman who marries a white man you are not allowed to go to Augusta National and play golf with them. Uh, that also has not been accurate for a long time. Guests of members could play. Augusta National didn't have its first African-American member until 1990, but guests could, and it, they didn't have their first female member until 2012, but but women could play as as guests of male members. Tiger Woods is only allowed to go to Augusta National on tournaments. That's completely incorrect. Tiger Woods would but always would that, be welcome. Was that true? Not in Tiger's lifetime. Not in, Not his in lifetime, Tiger's yeah. lifetime. Okay. You can't just show up as a random person and say, I want to play. You've got okay. to be a member. If Tiger Woods shows up, you? they're absolutely going to let Tiger Woods play at, at the Masters. So that that is uh, inaccurate. Minorities and women can only go on tournaments. No, that's there. There are now minorities that have been members of uh, Augusta National since since the early 1990s. So, just the funny thing you had those back to back. I don't know if you even realized what was happening. I didn't because it's not accurate. So. Just to throw that out there, that, uh, yeah, Augusta National, horribly, horribly racist. Uh, probably some truth to that uh, even yeah. today. That, it's I'll in s- Georgia, right? Yeah. yeah, it's in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. Oh. So, so, is, she didn't know that? Made, I didn't know it was in Georgia. <laughs> Does that and make a difference? as someone who uh, grew up near Augusta National, um, it's like a uh, golfer boy day golfer um uh spring break golfers 
that come in or or fans of the Augusta National come in, trash the whole town. They are horribly sexist. They sexually harass all the waitresses, every woman in the town. They're disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure. I've never been to Augusta during Masters Week, but I'll bet you there's a lot of people that are doing some heavy drinking and probably get very rowdy. Masters! Woo! <laughs> so, just so you know, um, just want to put that out there because didn't know if you guys realized that, you know, Augusta National is just a horrible, horrible place. Take care. Bye. Uh, okay, so just a, a little history. Uh, Augusta has never been like on the cutting edge of societal change. It's always been had to been dragged, kicking and screaming into the modern era. But they did finally allow their first African-American uh, member at Augusta National in 1990. If you want to join, the uh, annual dues are somewhere between thirty and $60,000, and you're what you ante up when you first join is over a hundred thousand dollars. Although they keep, again, they keep all this very secret. Um, through, yeah, there, if you go back far enough in time, African Americans weren't allowed to play, but that had not been the case. You could be a guest to somebody, and women have been members at Augusta National since 2012. In fact, the very first female member at Augusta was former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. So. Well, you tell Joanna. What the caller is saying is is would have would have at one point in history been Look, accurate. I mean, what the caller is saying is that there is a huge line that you can draw of racism in the sport of golf and and these exclusive clubs. Well, you tell Joanna what the president of Augusta what said about having golf uh, members who were black. Uh, at one point, this is the night like ninety or eighties. The comment specifically uh. was about about pl- players playing in the Masters, and this was when you had some of the, uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie Sifford was an early African-American golfer, Jim Thorpe, not the Olympian Jim Thorpe, but the African-American golfer, Jim Thorpe, uh, were good enough to, to get invited to the Masters, and they were resistant. And the guy who was the president at the time, whose name I don't know, said, as long as I'm president of Augusta National, all the players are going to be white, and all the caddies are going to be, to be black. black. And that was the case for a long time oh as well. My. The so, Masters was the tournament where you had you couldn't bring your own caddy. Well, you could bring them, but they couldn't caddy for you. You had to use one of Augusta's caddies, and all of them were African Americans. So you could see how that lady would associate racism with Augusta. Sure. Abs- like I say, they have never been a bastion of civil rights at Augusta but the, but it's it's not accurate to say that Tiger's not allowed to play except during the Masters that's not true because these changes have been like almost recently she probably just didn't know like yeah her, her they she said she gr- only changed it. she said she grew up in the area I'm sure she's probably going with the uh, most recent information she had that's why you've got it run it through me your truth filter you're welcome <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams morning show podcast let me see if I can uh, clarify any previous confusion. The Sun City Tattoo Expo begins today. It's the fifth annual Sun City Tattoo Expo featuring more than 150 tattoo artists. And that is going to be at the El Paso Convention Center. 
General admissions, $25. Get those at Ticketmaster.com. Children 12 and under are free, as are their tattoos. No, I'm just kidding. You can't, you can't tattoo a child. Yeah, without his permission. <laughs> and Joanne, I guess we'll be going live from the Sun City Tattoo Expo starting at 10 this morning. Yes, that's the last I heard. All right. Veronica will be broadcasting. Veronica is going to be broadcasting that. from the convention center in the Tattoo Expo. Foreigner is bringing its string of hits from the 70s and 80s to El Paso with a performance Monday at the Abraham Chavez Theater. Tickets available through Ticketmaster, and we also have ticket giveaways during the morning show. And also listen throughout the day. We might have some more tickets to give away. And Monday uh, is the day of the show. The more I'm finding out about this uh, Greg Abbott migrant bus policy, the more I'm realizing just... What a what a bald faced stunt it is. Yeah. He's not sending any immigrants that don't want to go to Washington, DC. Or that so, aren't allowed to be there. So Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, announced uh and used it as a fundraising call, donate money so we can bus illegal immigrants to Washington, DC. And he said it was to bring attention to the Biden administration ending the Trump uh I forget what that Title forty two, I think that deported asylum seekers under COVID-19. So I said, when I heard about it, I said, well, this sounds like a stunt. And it turns out it was clarified later that the people that Abbott is talking about busing are doing so on a voluntary basis. These are immigrants who've already been uh, federally processed. So they were going to be let go inside the United States Basically, what Abbott is doing is giving them a free bus ride to get even further into the United States. How nice of him. <laughs> and do they have to go where the bus stops, or could they get off wherever it is? Probably imagine. wherever it gets. Yeah. I, I would imagine probably. I, you know, you know Mississippi's this, pretty nice. They're like, the bus driver's like, I need to take a break here in Mississippi. And they're like, perfect. I'll, I'll be Better honest with go. you. The way it sounds like, it's a charter bus, and the people are there voluntarily. I think they could probably, at any stop, get off if they wanted to. So the whole thing not only sounds like a stunt, but it sounds like doing the opposite of what what he wanted. Well, of what they were claiming. I mean, surely he's got to know what it is. By the way, uh, immigration rights advocates have pointed out that seeking asylum uh, for avoiding political prosecution is legal in the United States. So that means the asylum seekers, even if they entered without authorization, are permitted to remain because that's part of U.S. law. If you're saying, is the claim of asylum probably abused? Yeah, I'm sure it is mm-hmm. sometimes. But it would be like saying, oh, we're going to bust these Ukrainian immigrants. Oh, you wouldn't do that because they're white, right? Right. But, yeah, the more I read into it, the more this is just, just a blatant stunt. But also... If I were somebody who had donated because, you know, I'm racist and want to donate to getting Mexicans uh, as far away from Texas as possible, (laughs) I think I'd be upset to know that my money was basically a voluntary bus ticket so they can go further into the United States and get off wherever they want to. Uh, This story is in the El Paso Times today, originally from the Corpus Christi Caller Times, however. Nico, you got a puppy? Are you the type of dog owner that lets the dog lick you in the face? Be honest. Uh, 
I don't like. I like. I, it, I know it's gross, and it happens. It could kill you. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, study said that a virus. Eh, this has been a big week for making you maybe not uh, so familiar with your pets. Uh, researchers in Europe tested the poop of 85 dogs and found that 17% of the samples contain a super strain of E. coli. Ooh. Uh-oh. And super strain means they're resistant to antibiotics. Right. So that is something to consider that sometimes, if you're not aware, dogs occasionally will eat poop. So the E. coli could also be in their saliva. They tested the poop of 18 cats, Joanna. Uh-oh. And only one of the cats, so 6%, fewer than uh, dogs, had the super strain of E. coli. They also tested the uh, dog owner's fecal matter, and 13% of those samples had the super strain of E. coli in it, too. It's oh. probably best not to let your dog lick your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I Definitely known people who are totally cool with it. Even ugh, the ones who let the dog lick inside. Their mouth. You ever seen that before? Lick where? Like their tongue or their oh, mouth? Like just get all up yeah, in like their mouth. Like they're Frenching their yeah. dog. Right, and I would always. To me, that's repulsive. It's just the way I I'm wired. It's always been repulsive, and people would always counter that with, "Well, you know, a dog's mouth is cleaner than your mouth." I've that's heard it. of that. Is that that's not true? I don't know. I've seen dogs licking their own testicles before, so right. it might be cleaner than your mouth. Yeah. But it's not cleaner than my mouth. <laughs> but you can't say you haven't tried. <laughs> oh, but Nico's dog is so cute. Oh, Can we talk you. about how he brought him yesterday, and Buzz showed no affection to the puppy? I think I gave him a little pat on the head. What do you? That's affection, right? Me and Iris are over there. Who's a good boy? It really says everything about Buzz's no, emotional growing up. Meanwhile, state. Buzz is trying to talk to Nico's dad about golf. He, I don't know. He tried to prank him. He's like, Tiger Woods shot a 17 on a par three. And my dad's like, no, no. That means something, I apparently. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're with the dog. Who's a handsome boy? <laughs> no, I, I was like, hey, good dog. Hey, petted the dog. I'm not a chick. I'm not going to go overboard with it. Sometimes you want to feel how soft they are. He was so soft, and his paws were so cute. You know, so I, it's not I, like I didn't show any affection at all. Uh, I took him to the <laughs> dog. I took him to Pat the vet, uh, and Pat they said Pat. that he's older than I thought he was. He's like half a year, like six months. Oh, okay. And I guess that's how how big he's going to be. He won't get bigger than that. Oh, how cute! Yeah. Uh, here's a new uh, feature that Google is rolling out that sounds pretty cool. Google's rolling out a new feature for phones called Google Lens Multi-Search. What it does is let you take a photo of something, and then you can ask questions about the thing you took a picture of. That's cool. Man, I have to do that a lot. Multi-pass. When I buy things from, like, the Asian store, and I don't know what the directions say, I have to Google picture it. And translate it? Yeah. They give an example. If you liked a jacket somebody was wearing, didn't want to ask them where they got it. You could take a picture of the jacket and then ask Google where to buy it. it. Where can I find this jacket? To me, that seems pretty advanced. Is it, or am I just... No, that's very advanced. Yeah, that is pretty cool, actually. They're beta testing, uh, so they're going to need a few betas, uh, Nico. They're beta testing a feature (laughs) that uses AI to figure out... What a cuck. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is you took a picture of, and then you ask questions about it. They're focused, of course, on shopping. So 
Instead of asking somebody, where did you get those shoes? You could surreptitiously, I guess, take a picture of the shoes. What are you doing? I'm taking a picture of your shoes. And Why? add the phrase, Why? where to buy. I want to know where to get them. You can just ask me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> However, they believe it could have wider applications. For example, you could eventually take a picture of something that's broken and type in how to fix, and then it would tell you how to fix that thing. I don't know. I still ask. Most of the stuff I ask Siri to do, it screws it up or doesn't understand what I'm talking about. I use voice to text all the time because that's how I that's how I text and write things out. Is I'm just using voice to text. Does that always work out for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for the most part, it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. I have to edit it later on a little. Oh, it even says in this story, it won't work with everything. Just like your voice assistant is still kind of dumb. It does. Did you include the words dumb yourself? Was nope. that an editorial decision? Nope. <laughs> that was in the story from The Verge that I'm reading. <laughs> but they say the AI is getting better and better. They're rolling it out on the Google app for iPhones and Androids, but it's not available for everyone. Can you imagine you're like, hey, where can I get this jacket all set all like low? And then Google's like, you can get that at Target. Somebody turns around. And the guy's what are like, you doing? What? The person with the jacket's like, what? Give me your jacket. <laughs> I mean, I would assume, I think it would be a good assumption that as soon as you use this feature, get ready to be bombarded. With ads. Not yeah. only for that particular thing, but, but like anything the related kind that to looks it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, anything this related This is the knockoff version. You're going to get a barrage of wish Buzz, alternatives. Do you even know how to do a Google image search? No. Okay. So if I had a picture and I gave you the picture and said, I want you to find where this picture comes from in the internet. I'd send it to Emily and say, okay. where does this come from okay. on the internet? All right. Is that, is that a, rever- is that a Google me. search? You're just an old man. For 20 bucks, I'll How about a reverse you. image search? Have you ever heard of those? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, that's a reverse. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. A reverse image <laughs> oh, search. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, we got computer kids at work here. I'd send it to one yeah, of them. For 20 bucks, I'll find it for you. <laughs> Eggs. I want to talk about eggs. Eggs. Huevos. Huevons. <laughs> eggs are going to cost more this Easter because of bird flu. Son of a bitch. Gosh. I love deviled eggs. Son for of Easter. a macaw. <laughs> the average price for a carton of large eggs is now two forty-seven. Do you know how that compares to what eggs were a year ago? For just a dozen? I have no idea. Because <laughs> you don't shop for your own eggs. <laughs> Do you even eat eggs? Yeah, do you eat yeah, eggs? I mean, I bought eggs before, but I just throw them in the thing as long as they're not like 50 bucks. I throw them in the thing. <laughs> I just throw, I throw them, them in the, the cart and then whatever they are. So 247 I guess, is a lot for a dozen eggs. For a dozen eggs? eggs? Yeah. It used to be 144 I'm actually flabbergasted that you can get 12 eggs for only 247 Well, it depends on the store you go to. but 12 for only? That's expensive. According How to, much are you paying for your avocados? Gosh. I don't buy avocados. <laughs> he doesn't like them. Why do I know this about us? Oh, yeah. I like guacamole, all right. But, like, just the plain avocado. Yeah, they don't have any flavor at all. You put salt on it. Oh. (laughs) Well, everything's going to taste like salt if you put salt on it. It enhances the flavor. 
Put a little bit of lime. No, no, you're just making. <laughs> you're just making guacamole. guacamole. You right. Put some lime, cilantro. <laughs> no, but like a slice of avocado. Maybe there's something. Oh my god, missing it, from my put it on like some taste toast. glands, but I, there's just not a lot of flavor to put it. Put on your eggs. It's creamy. It's delicious. That's like, texture. Okay. Like anyway, back to the egg situation. Oh, According to the Department of Agriculture, the H5N1 bird flu viruses have been detected in both wild birds and commercial and backyard poultry. In 24 states, most of those are in the middle part of the United States. Average price for a carton of large eggs now 247, that's 44% higher than this time last year, so almost almost half again as much as it was. However, down from two years ago, when the onset of the coronavirus pandemic had the price of a dozen eggs up to $3.07. So is it safe to eat eggs this year for Easter? If your concern is bird flu, yes. There haven't been any human infections in the U.S. But if you're Wondering about the painted eggs, it says you should pass. Most store-bought dyes are safe to eat, but cooked Easter eggs are susceptible to bacteria if they're outside the fridge for a couple hours. Oh, and then you leave them in the sun for your kids to go into the yard and find the Easter eggs? Ugh. Wait. Are you supposed to hunt down, like, the boiled eggs? <laughs> you you think you only hunt down the plastic ones, Yeah. Right? I've, I've, done... I've never hunted down, like, the... The boiled ones. I've hunted them. I've down. hunted the yeah. bo- both. Yeah. Plastic and, you know, the good thing about a plastic one is a real hard boiled egg isn't going to have a, a $1 bill inside it <laughs> <laughs> or a piece of chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Right. I think the real issue is cascarones because you cannot make cascarones out of plastic. No, eggs. you can't. You cannot. What are cascarones just in case there's got to be some somebody listening who doesn't know what that is? Cascarones are the Mexican tradition of hollowing out an egg and filling it with confetti and then putting a small paper over the top. What well, you... the, the real ones that are dedicated have already been collecting cascarones since like January. Oh, because you want to have as much ammunition right. as possible. And it takes forever to make those My cascarones. My does that, yeah. You have to make a little hole in the egg. Let you got to be really careful. Let the yolk drip out and the... That seems like it would be a lot easier to buy them already made at the store because they do they do sell them by yeah, the car. Everything's better and che- if somebody easier, else does it for you, but not everybody has the money for that. Sometimes well, it's going to be even more expensive this year, is what I was saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, also, I just want to point out I've had a couple cases where chicken has been through the roof. But chicken. So what last week, the my, roof? prices for the chicken prices. Last week, my daughter wanted KFC, so I went through. I didn't want any, so all I ordered was a single. You didn't want any? No, nah, I didn't want any that day. Uh, a leg and thigh combo, you mm-hmm. know, which comes with the drink and sides. That's normally like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. It was $11. Woo! And then I ordered pizza when my mom was visiting in March, and I wanted to get some of those uh, garlic Parmesan wings. So the pizza is about 22 bucks. Okay. For a large Supreme. And I said, I'll throw in some of those wings. Bill, they said, okay, that'll be $44. So the the dozen wings were, a, were $20. $20? Were $20 by themselves. That works out to like a buck seventy-eight per wing. That seems 
exorbitant, and I wonder if that oh, has the same thing. Now I feel bad. My sister got us wings the other day. I was trying to tell Buzz that wings have always been expensive. Wings are a bit pricey, yeah. Yeah, but they've never doubled my bill. They've been like, expensive I've that, for a while. I've made that my order before, where it's like a large pizza, and let's get a dozen wings, and it's not twice as much. It doesn't cost as much as the it's pizza. Like another normally. ten bucks. Yeah, that would probably be a little more in line. Twelve. Anyway, eggs are going to be more expensive. It might cause people to scramble for alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, before we get into uh, today's news headlines, which Nico's going to have for us coming up, I wanted to take care of a little bit of business. Hey, we uh, we had success giving away those foreigner tickets, right? Yes, we've had two winners already, Ruben and Sandra. All right, we got another pair of tickets for foreigner coming up. And tomorrow, how about tickets for the Harlem Globetrotters? You could do- join Joanna from the Buzz Adams Morning Show. I was like, Buzz, tomorrow's Saturday. We don't do a you, show tomorrow. You are going to have Harlem Globetrotters. I'm going to have tickets. So okay. this is the grand opening of the new Right Drive location, which is at 9315 Montana. Starting at 11 o'clock, Joanna's going to be there. Tax season is also auto buying season, so they're holding a loan event. Right Drive is going to have goodies from one source, food from Sunland Park Barbecue, and Joanna is going to have tickets for the Harlem Globetrotters. They're going to be at the Don Haskins Center a week from Saturday, so that's the 16th. Oh, Right Drive remotes are great. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, they always A lot of fun. Good energy there, right? Those guys are great. Don't you guys like meeting the listeners? Isn't it nice to see the people that listen as opposed to just imagining them? Sometimes. Sometimes they yell from their car, Buzz Adams' show sucks. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. (laughs) Nobody did that to me yet. Oh, welcome. (laughs) We've got uh, just a couple days left in the Borderland $10,000 home improvement giveaway, so... April 10th is the deadline, just two days away. KLAQ, the Town Square Media family of stations, and GECU is going to give someone who needs it a $10,000 prize toward home improvement. All you have to do is take a picture of the problem area in your house, what needs renovation or improvement, take a photo, and send it through the KLAQ mobile app. In addition to that photo, tell us a little bit about yourself. You don't have to write a biography. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe a little bit about your improvement plans. If you get these in before the deadline on April 10th, you're eligible. Out of all the eligible entries, we're going to select one person at random who's going to win the $10,000. Thanks to GECU, KLAQ, and the Town Square Media family of stations. Take that picture and get it to us. Before the end of Sunday, you can do it on the KLAQ mobile app, also at KLAQ.com. It is Friday. It's time to get to our Friday news headlines with Nico Ajimian. And uh, Nico's doing the news this week. Good morning, Nico. Good morning. In its 232-year history, a black woman has never served on the United States Supreme Court But that all changed at approximately 2.30 on April 7th, 2022, when Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson was confirmed as the next Supreme Court justice. 
The groundbreaking decision was delivered by Vice President Kamala Harris, the first woman, uh, first black woman and first South Asian woman to ascend to the role, who presided over the chamber for the history-making 53-47 vote. Harris said it was an extraordinary day upon leaving the Senate floor. Here's the vote happening as it occurred. During the vote, Jackson joined President Joe Biden and other White House staff in the Roosevelt Room to watch the results. Not only is Jackson the first black woman to be nominated and confirmed as a Supreme Court justice, she is also the first public defender and the first Florida-raised judge to serve on the highest court. Her win also makes the first time three judges of color will serve together, joining Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Clarence Thomas. And the first time four women justices will be on the bench, joining Sotomayor, Amy Coney Barrett, and Elena Kagan. Former President Donald Trump should be held in contempt for failing to respond to a subpoena as instructed, the New York Attorney General's office said Thursday in a new court filing. New York Attorney General Letitia James also asked the judge to impose a daily $10,000 fine until former President Trump complies. The subpoena, subpoena issued as part of James' civil investigation into the way Mr. Trump values his real estate portfolio sought personal documents from the former president including tax records and statements of financial condition. The original deadline of March 3rd was pushed to March 31st after Mr. Trump asked for an extension. Did you read any of the uh, interview that Trump gave to the Washington Post? I did not. Uh, Why don't you break it down for me? Well, they started asking about January 6th, Mm -hmm. and he was saying, I got a paraphrase here, but I'm not. I'm not doing injustice. This is pretty much. It was perfect. They were perfect. No, no, no. It was terrible. I hated seeing it. I kept wondering why doesn't Nancy Pelosi do something about that? That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And the mayor of Washington, D.C., I was watching. I was thinking, this is awful. Why doesn't Nancy Pelosi? Because she was hiding freaking in the basement because people uh, were invading her office and threatening to kill her. This is so bad. Whoever incited these people to go over there should really be responsible for this. No, that's not what he said, is it? He wasn't saying whoever incited these people should be held responsible. No, he denied that he told him to do it. He also said that he really wanted to march down there with them. I totally wanted to be there with them. I thought it was terrible. I wish I was with them. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> so he says he was told by his Secret Service that he wouldn't be allowed to to march down there, even though at his speech preceding the siege on the Capitol, he told the crowd he was going to. Why does anybody even want to be president? You can't go where you want to without Secret Service permission. You can't call off the crowd. It's up to Nancy Pelosi to do it. Apparently, the president is like the least powerful person in Washington, D.C., but this was really something. I subscribed to the Washington Post. And this wasn't them writing about it. This was an interview with with Trump. These are his own words. Right. Did you uh, see anything yesterday about this Letitia James uh, investigation and the fact that he didn't show up for for the deposition? Uh, Yeah, I saw that. $10,000 a day until he complies. Do you think that will make him finally? I mean, that's the only thing really that would get him. I mean, one thing we know is Trump always pays his bills, so (laughs) of course not. Maybe these are going to get these. This ten thousand dollar fine is going to get paid the same way that all the people, he, all the contractors he's ever stiffed in his career are going to get paid. Oh, somebody or else El is paying Paso. for it. or El Paso <laughs> for his for they, his rally. He never paid that. Wait, that uh, still hasn't been paid. El Paso is still owed money from his rally. Yep. <sighs> yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and that's for like overtime police. No, officers. you don't understand. Paying your bills is for people who aren't Donald Trump. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's for suck. Only suckers pay their debts. Well, maybe this will for- finally force Mr. Trump, the former president, to show up for his deposition yeah, as a $10,000 fine could be accrued every single day. He does not. That chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Native Texans say they are moving because they fear for the safety of their transgender children in the wake of Governor Greg Abbott's decision in February to direct the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services to investigate reports of gender-affirming care as child abuse. But many families of transgender children who remain in Texas may be doing so without a choice due to family or career obligations or because a move out of state is too big of a financial burden. According to the Texas Department of Family Protective Services, at least nine investigations have been opened on families since February when Abbott and State Attorney General Ken Paxton issued their opinion on transgender care, calling gender transitioning or affirming procedures for minors child abuse. The Texas Supreme Court is expected to rule soon whether the state can resume the investigation. In March, a district judge blocked state agencies from investigating gender-confirming care as child abuse, issuing a temporary injunction after hearing from the parents of a 16-year-old transgender girl who were under investigation. Does gender-affirming care mean doing something to make the person the, the, the gender other than what they were born as? Gender affirming care is affirming the the gender that that person wants. Yes. Now, wh- why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> it's confusing. What what's confusing? Gender affirming means we're going to give you something like either chemically or surgically that makes you I don't you no 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 another- no I don't I I don't not know the extent to what gender affirming care is. So it could include everything from a psychologist to talking to them to to other stuff. Now, uh, I was just asking. I don't know what it is. Well, you're kind of you're tongue in cheek asking, like, oh, what, you can't define g- affirming a different gender. What is that? How can you even do that? Like that's you, I know what's going through your head. You're, what's going through your head is, oh, gender. Oh, really? They're gonna make a different gender? Is that is how? That what you're thinking? Is that how my voice inside my head sounds? Yeah, to you? that's how you sound. Him. Sometimes. Gender affirmation care can refer to treatments ranging from surgery to speech therapy that support a transgender or non-binary person. It sounds like gender changing care. I I don't know. Just the way that... You don't think people can choose the gender that they want? Sure. I mean, like, make-believe you can. I guess to you, all right. It's not make believe to some people. I mean, you could you could say you're a woman. I guess we we all have to be on board with that, right? I don't care. It sounds like you I do. Don't, I don't know if anybody you just else said cares. we all have to be on board with it. When you talk like that, it yeah, sounds whatever. like it's a trouble to you. Look, if somebody comes up and they're obviously a dude, like with a beard, and they say I'm a woman, I'm like, are you serious? And they'll say, yeah, I'm totally serious. All right, you're a woman then. What if it was a girl who had been on hormone placement? Whatever you say you are, I'm fine no, with No, but that. I'm saying what if it was a, a girl who was biologically born a girl? Dude, at that point, I'm just so confused. I don't even know. It's just, honestly, whatever you want to be is fine. Fine. It's fine. It's fine with me. So then what? what's your problem? I don't know. Just that it's gender affirming when it's actually, gender affirming would almost be like, I'm going to give you treatment to make sure you're a boy on your birth certificate. I'm going to give you 
Just the way words are used is very confusing. Well, this is gender-affirming means gender-changing. It's almost like gender double for some people. No, gender for some people is not a biological position. So you're taking it from the biological position. You know, it's like whenever you claim something for your side, like the pro-life people, people who are against abortion, they got pro-life. Well, the, automatically that makes everybody who disagrees with them pro-death, I guess. It's just Pro-abortion? It's just the way words are used can be very confusing. I just want to make sure when you say gender-affirming, okay. you mean gender-affirming for people who want to change their gender. For people who want to affirm the gender that they want. Yeah. So it's gender affirming for the gender that you were not born as. Whatever the one the you want. But the gender that they Again, identify with. I, I want to be perfectly clear. Whatever you want to be, I don't... It sounds like you have a problem. I don't. You sure? If you were saying, well, a 10-year-old's made up their mind, so we're going to start doing surgery, I would say, why don't you give it another eight years? Really? I don't think it works like that. I don't Whatever think, it is. I don't think, because Buzz, Buzz tried to make this argument to me the other day. What if you get these radical parents who force it on their kid yeah. and just make him... What, like what if you've got some parents who've got some kind of Munchausen thing where they really want... He thinks that tra- they would only do it to get attention at the hospital, oh like, like God, in Munchausen. And I'm telling Buzz... That's... What? I, that's a lot... Wow! What? Doesn't it seem crazy that there. some parents have a mental crazy, condition that would make them I my child say, is is okay. sick because it Buzz gives has, me attention? Okay, so one percent has a point as well. Yeah, there Your are some parents out there who do are that. valid here, Buzz. And yeah. it just doesn't seem that out of out of the realm. It's, all of this is pretty new, you know. It's not like this has all been written in stone for decades that we know what to do when a fourteen year old girl says they want to be a boy. Now it's not like we've all settled this. Right? It's still open for debate as far as I'm concerned. Why don't you talk to that 14-year-old first instead of... I don't know any. I mean... <laughs> I don't know any. I would just say... What? You, your opinion might change from 14 to 18. Why don't oh, you just yeah. wait Buzz until you Oh, yeah. also tried to make it sound like this. Like, it's a phase. Sometimes it, people just some go through could. that. It's you know like what? a gay phase. It could be. Some people do go through phases. And then I was like, so you, you're making uh, sexuality a choice then. So sec- that's a choice. And yeah, there might be some people that are on the fence, let's put it that way. But then when you get down to doing something irreversible, yeah, I think that's an adult decision that should be made by an adult individual. Yeah, absolutely. So nobody, I guess, is, nobody is saying, hey, cut off kids' genitals everywhere, everywhere do it. I bet somebody's in favor of it. Somebody somewhere. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just saying. I mean, you're, this, you're really creating a, a straw man argument for this. I mean, th- this this is not a, a silly thing that just is willy-nilly going around. Well, I'm using it's a ex- serious issue that many parents have I, and, I, uh, t- and uh, concerns about. I would definitely say, like, psychological uh, care or treatment, but when you start doing things that, that get to the point that where it's irreversible, you might have... You, affirming care. Buzz, right. you don't even know the first thing of what you're talking about. Go research it. Go research what affirming care is, gender-affirming care. And then tell me hormones. What could it be hormones? It could be it, that hormone it could blockers. Be it could be horm- speech it, therapy. Speech therapy. It's a, it's how a to whole talk range. more like a like a boy or how to talk more like a girl. How to feel comfortable in the voice that you're in. Oh, okay. Whatever you want to do. You're such man. a boot. Well, you say that, but then you're also like, but I kind of don't want like, you to do that. Don't do something don't to a child me. because I know that. What you might think when you're 13 might be very different. Already by the time they're little kids. That All right, I know you're trying to make me out to be some monster, but I don't I, feel no, like I, I am. I know you're not. What I think, and I think what we're depicting correctly is you come from a generation uh, that is just ignorant. Hey, if I met a 50 year old, <laughs> you just transgender uh-huh. person. God bless. 
You're old enough to make your decisions for yourself. But why would they have to? Why would they have to wait till they're fifty to finally enjoy wait their life? Till, I didn't say wait till you're eighteen. Okay, nobody's wait saying you're otherwise. making those kind of decisions. Okay, do you, do you think do you think that children can come out as gay to their before they're eighteen? Yeah. Okay. But as far as I know, well, if you're so why say is that I'm such gay, a you don't go in and get hormone blockers or get you know bodily? You don't parts necessarily get that every single time. Realigned. It's like you're you're painting That's everything with a broad brush. Right. Well, I'm saying what the, it is. The, the, it's a lazy argument. You're you're doing lazy arguments because you're painting the whole thing with a big brush, and you're just using the most extreme forms of the whole argument I, instead of really just saying, okay, no, no, no. it's let, situational. Let, let me be a little it's more a, specific. Say you've got a teenager or a preteen even, okay. and they want to be a different gender. If they want to dress as a different gender, that's okay because you you know that's just a matter of getting a new wardrobe. Okay. When you're talking about something that you can't change, I would hate for somebody to get. You know, a few more years ago, boy, I was. You know, I wish I hadn't done this when I was thirteen or fourteen. It is not. It is not a. Uh, what a it's not a pandemic of children trans, uh, transitioning right now. I don't know what you're thinking when you're th- when you in your head. It are doesn't saying, sound like the worst thing to me to say. Hey, let's wait until somebody's. I adult don't think it does either. But you're you assuming- start dra- altering their body. Let's wait until their body is at least matured to the point that they're 18 years old. You're not a doctor. You're not their doctor. Well, you're you not have- a doctor either. I'm saying we're that a couple they- of idiots arguing. I know, but we're saying let it, <laughs> let it, uh, let, leave it up to your, them. Your idiot status doesn't take precedence over my idiot status. It it, it kind the of sometimes is, does. Some children know. And some children want to be accepted yeah. for who they you're, are. You're painting a broad brush. You're saying it's, everybody wait till you're eighteen. Nico did say it's situational. It's situational. It's gonna it vary depends. From different child. Let that to family child. talk to their doctor and see whatever is appropriate for them. Okay, if it's to wait till they're eighteen, then fine. If it's not, then it's not. But it's Gender also gender affirming care doesn't exclusively mean they're going to start cutting off. Things. Yeah, I think that's what you think. You automatically assume, oh, gender affirming care. Snip like it. Snip uh, it. Snip it. All right. Listen, if it's all, if it's just talking or self-acceptance or even speech therapy, it's a process. That's fine. It's a whole process. It's a process. So don't let's not paint a broad it's brush. It's not going to happen overnight, but yeah, I don't. Okay, moving on. <laughs> There's a couple more stories to get through. Right? We, did we get all of our trans talk out? Are we good? Buzz? Are you good? Well, I feel like I've reclaimed some of my conservative credentials, but this is this is not really the hill that I want to die on. It's God, Look, you and J.K. Rowling just go have what? your nice time together. You know what? Fine, I'd have a lovely tea with her. I'll bet. We'd probably really hit it off. Oh, some butter beers, yeah. even. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Buzz, a lot of people in the app chat agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Of course, a lot of people are going to agree with me. It's probably the mainstream view. I'm, I don't think anybody is saying chop them all off. Nobody is saying that. If a if a if a fourteen year old biological girl wants to be called a boy, I am the first one to jump on board with that. Whatever, whatever you want, sweetie. <clears throat> okay. El Paso Water <laughs> says customers <laughs> were inadvertently overcharged for environmental services department charges and EP water stormwater fees. The utility is not attributing to what led to the overcharge. So El Paso Water is not saying what led to the overcharge. As ABC7 reported, customers were complaining about higher than normal charges. Part of the confusion was over the switch to a new customer information system. Now the utility says customers were overcharged and that corrections will be made to affected customers in the next two to six weeks in the form of a credit on future bills. 
Here is a report from our news partners at KVIA ABC News 7. Is this the same kind of glitch where they might take your recycling bin and then make you take an <laughs> online class before you get it back, even if it was their mistake? <laughs> no, I haven't heard that, no. You I've, haven't heard that? No, I hadn't heard that. That, that, that sounds like a bigger glitch. Uh, talk to a couple of your coworkers. Well, that I, it's happened. To. Well, I, I I knew for some of them it wasn't a glitch. It was like they probably deserved it. <laughs> they, they probably needed to go through that recycling course again. Uh, but yeah, if you notice your uh, water bill this month was a little bit higher, uh, you could be one of the hundred and twenty-two thousand El Pasoans that was affected. So call them up, ask for a refund. Fernando Alonso Alarcón, accused of murdering his mother, Graciela Acosta, five years ago, sat before a jury this past Wednesday. In 2017, Acosta's body was found in the apartment she shared with her son in West El Paso. ABC7 obtained court documents that state the mother's friend was worried she had not heard from her in several days. When the friend checked on Acosta, investigators said Alarcón refused to let her in, and then she called police. Alarcón fled and was eventually arrested in New Mexico. During opening arguments, defense attorneys described Alarcón as his mother's caregiver. Alarcón remained calm throughout the trial, but couldn't contain his tears as prosecutors played a 23-minute video taken of the murder scene and saw his mother's body lying lifeless. Oh, my God. Wait, that made him cry being in the apartment with her for however long didn't make him cry, but seeing the video of it did? I guess so. Yeah, he saw it in a big picture. Day three of the trial continues today, beginning at 8.30. Um, full disclosure, I'm not sure if I should mention this or not, but I know Mr. Alarcon. You do? The, the guy that killed his mother, or is accused. Yes. How do you know this accused murderer? Uh, formerly friends were oh of the comedy scene. Oh my God. He's a comedian? He was not. He was a friend of a comic. And who we'd go to the, uh, this comic's house and he would be there all the time and we actually... We play chess <laughs> and stuff. Um, so this is kind of a very strange story for me to be reading. <laughs> you know how he used to make money? How's that? I don't know if I want to know. He would go to arcades and where they had the stuffed animal claw machines. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have like branded things, just like only Disney makes that are in there. Mm-hmm. And then he would take them out and put it on eBay. And his back car would just be filled with stuffed animals. Wait, was he really, did he game the system or was he just like really skilled at the claw? amazing at the claw. Like amazing. I could see him win any time with any machine. That is an unusual insight into a murder case. Yeah. This, I felt like I just watched an episode of, I don't know, some true crime show. (laughs) And he also played that claw game at the arcades. Uh, this is a horrifying story. It's absolutely. Do you, how do you think me and my comic friend felt when we we saw the the chase that day? Are you well, sure it's the same like, guy? Yeah, it's absolutely the same guy. Positive. They couldn't just have the same name. It is absolutely the same guy. But, what would you say if they called you as a character witness? He was really oh, he was good a, at the claw. He was a d bag sometimes. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> I mean, we'd get in fights about stuff or arguments. Gee. But you might have dodged one on that case, huh? Oh it is It is crazy to me. And you know the other comic who... <laughs> you know who the other comic I mean, is? I assume it's Iggy. It's not Iggy. <laughs> it's not uh, Iggy. I assume it's your one cholo, friend. <laughs> Jesus. 
it's not. It's not a cello friend. All right. And last but not least, some El, pa- El, some El Paso weather for anybody out there today, Friday, April 8th. Looks like it will be beautiful. This afternoon, there will be plenty of sunshine with a high of 79. Winds about 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, we're going to have a clear sky with a low near the 50s. And winds will be pretty light, about 6 miles per hour. With that, that's the news. I'm Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to get to the Mo Show calendar coming up in just a few minutes. And I also am going to have another pair of tickets for Foreigner. They're performing Monday at the Abraham Chavez Theater. So listen for your chance uh, to win those. We'll get to that before the end of the show today. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Dolly Parton took said she took herself out of the running for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which Ugh. only makes me think she should be in the Rock the and right, Roll like, Hall of Fame. Like that's her. the most Rock and Roll thing you could do. So this happened when we were on vacation, Joanna. But I saw mm-hmm. it anyway. It was like I love Dolly. I love everything about Dolly. I love her music. She's a good guitar player. She's a great songwriter. Um. But I thought, well, wait a second. What's the deal with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Are we just putting people in because they're cool <laughs> people now? They lead a rock and roll lifestyle. Which she really doesn't. She's a sweet country lady. I mean, she's never been controversial or rebellious necessarily. But then when Dolly said, you guys, I'm not a rock and roll artist. Wait until I make a rock and roll album. Oh, but, my God. Make it, Dolly. Right. Yeah. Make it. <laughs> Does she still have big boobs? <laughs> yes. They're they're still big. That's how my teacher would teach us fractions and The to- Dolly Parton? Top heavy fractions. Yeah, yeah. mine too. Yeah. What? My math teacher in middle school said these uh fractions, there's more on the top than there is the bottom. They're top heavy. We call them Dolly Parton fractions. Must be math humor. It was Must math be humor. mathematician humor. Mathematician. Um <laughs> Here's a great Dollyism, a new interview with National Geographic. Uh, she said, "Mistreating nature is like being ugly to your mama." I've never heard it, heard it put exactly that way. Or, I like how you're trying to do her accent. It sounds like your mom's accent, though. Yeah, oh, do it. Mistreating nature is like being ugly <laughs> to your mama. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, we should pay, this is Dolly speaking, we should pay more attention. We're mistreating Mother Nature. That's like being ugly to your mama. We need to take better care of the things God gave us freely and that we're so freely messing up. I've seen a lot of people still be ugly to their mamas, so I don't think they care. If there's a, if there's a Hall of Fame for awesome people, then by all means, I think Dolly Parton should be the first nominee to go into the cool people. For Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm, I agree with Dolly. <laughs> She's not a rock and roll artist. Oh, this is great. And they they got pictures of it. So a reporter uh, reported this but didn't get a chance to take a photo. And then people responded by posting it. A journalist for NPR who's in Ukraine saw an abandoned Russian tank yesterday with the word Wolverine <laughs> sprayed on the side. Okay. <laughs> He wasn't able to get a photo, but luckily Twitter did its thing. Somebody pretty quickly came along with a photo. So do you know what that's a reference to, Joanna? No. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. 
the 1980s movie where the Soviet Union somehow invades the United States. A bunch, oh of, a bunch of rural teens take them on. Well, they're the Wolverines because that's their high school mascot, and they write Wolverines on some of the on some of the Russian tanks. Well, that's amazing. The teenage freedom fighters included Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> C. Thomas Howell, and others. Um, so very, very good call out there from from whoever <laughs> graffitied a Russian tank with Wolverines. Joanna's got entertainment news coming up here in just a little bit. Masters continues today. An update Tiger Woods played his first round, shot a one under par. Imagine he broke his leg on the first stroke. <laughs> oh he my just God. raises Did the golf tell you one of the our co- drama. Did I ever tell oh! you? What? One of our coworkers did that, snapped their leg on the very first tee of a golf tournament. A coworker we know? I don't know if you've been here long enough, but it's Andy Lee. Did you work here when Andy worked no. here? Andy was a good golfer. I think he played in college. Marina is his mom. Oh, okay. <gasps> Marina's son? Yeah, Marina's son, Andy. I love Marina. What we knew was a good golfer. Like, he had played some college golf, and he, but he was kind of like lower on the totem pole i guess Mm. and he had really i think wanted to go out and play golf with as well we usually get a ringer which would be like a pro like we'd get steve askins or somebody to play with us well anyway we call andy finally gets the call he's going to play with us at a tournament nice Uh you know one of these tournaments where it's a scramble everybody gets to hit the ball and it's just a lot of fun and you drink and you have a good time so andy gets out there it's at the uh, fort bliss sunset course and on the very first tee, he gets up there, takes his stance, and he pulls it back. And on his downswing, he never even gets a chance to hit the ball. Oh, it was sickening because you could hear it crack. Oh, Somehow no. his leg. Ask Marina. If you see Marina, ask her. Cause she, oh, remember Marina when your son broke his leg? They had to take him she off. really does. They had to take him off on a stretcher from that oh, first no. tee. So he never, he never got to play. First tee. First hole, first stroke of the game. Poor guy. Andy's doing uh, TV sports in, you know, Mississippi, Alabama. All those kind of run together to me. Like all those southern states. It's one the of The south. Yeah, it's the south somewhere. <laughs> Pink Floyd released their first original music since 1994. It has been wow. 28 years since Pink Floyd released any new music. But they got together... And they now have released new music. The real question is, can I sync it up to the Wizard of Oz and watch it? <laughs> you know, probably that is a good question. <laughs> probably nobody, nobody's tried that yet. So I think this would be the time to to do it. Just see how it goes along with some lasers too. Yeah, lasers especially. <laughs> you won't be able to understand what's being sung here because it's in Ukrainian. The singer is a Ukrainian, but the members of Pink Floyd got together to do the music for the first time ever. Mm, I'll play it for you. <laughs> How did when this go? <laughs> this is supposed to be more convenient. <laughs> Where the hell did this go? Are you sure it was on that page? Could have sworn. You oh. should really be prepping this stuff before Shut you... up. <laughs> is that something he tells you? Yes. <laughs> I'm always telling him. <laughs> Make sure you've you should got really the stuff have your prep. clip ready. <laughs> Are you sure it was this service and not the other ones? 
so sure that I'm not even looking at the other one. <laughs> I'm on almost that, 100% it's, it's sure. It's going to be on that other one, I bet. Go I can do my one. best faithful recreation in Ukrainian. Oh, crud. I'm already logged out. <laughs> go this. Buzz, Pink Floyd. It the, was. It was in the other one, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> the, okay, so it's Pink Floyd. Thank you for bearing with us, everybody. And the song there. is called Hey, Hey, Rise Up. This Vocals group. from a Ukrainian <laughs> singer from the band Boombox, but it's Pink Floyd is the Boombox. band that you're hearing backing him up. Nice. I feel like that's hauntingly a, beautiful. That's a pretty famous setting for a Pink Floyd guitar sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Do you like how we all work like a finely tuned clock? Like you, a grandfather clock. I mean, if he would have just looked at that other surface <laughs> like I told him. A guy is talking here about how he accidentally... Look at how he's scrolling. He accidentally sent the results of his STD test while <gasps> applying for a job. Oh my God, was he... Oh, I thought it would be worse. The 27-year-old the guy freaked out. He was applying, he said, for his dream job. And he realized he accidentally attached a copy of his... STD test <laughs> instead of a professional was cover the letter. STD test like results bad? I I don't or know. Or were the good like th- uh, Mr. Johnson? We'd love to have you on our company. Mr. Johnson, <laughs> Mr. Johnson, uh, no STDs. And no STDs. Congratulations. Yeah, Here is Jacques Paul talking. <laughs> I got forty seconds, so maybe he'll go into detail what the STD test said. But here he is talking about it. I wanted to share it to bring awareness. You would have shared it if you'd come back if with some, with like a clap the, or something. Right? <laughs> you know, I think I asked Buzz this one. I asked Buzz, do you know where you could get an STD test? Because he, I, I was telling him it's like a normal thing to get regular yeah. STD tests. And he was like, what? Especially when you start dating somebody new. Yeah. And he was like, what? It's normal to get it? Oh, I started dating somebody new and they said, hey, before we sleep together, we ne- both need to go in and get an STD test. Yeah. I'm like, what the? F-? And he, he honestly was. Was that like just. So unheard of to you? Like where? Where would he you go? Where? And also, what would there. you just tell them? Hey, test me for sexually transmitted diseases, and they'd know what to do. Yes. Yeah. That's how it works. That's, you're describing normal life. Wait, <laughs> have you never been tested? I don't know. Oh I mean, is it something yeah, they know. do routinely? Like I've 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 had blood Let's tests say, for he, other things. He before. didn't get it when she asked. For oh it. yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't no. think this is gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> You dumped her instead of getting tested? That would have been beneficial to you, too. It was mutual dumping. I mean, that was the yeah, condition. I was she like, was probably like, this dude doesn't want to get tested. Yeah, I thought maybe it sounded, re- to, to me, it. it sounded really, really weird. <gasps> it's but, not weird at all. But definitely, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna take the no option, so. Well, okay, you know, Joanna, it would you been say, nice to engage in sex with you, but. Joanna, would you say <laughs> it's a normal thing for people to get STD yes. tests? As part of normal health checkups. Yeah, normal health. Right. And especially when you're dating somebody and especially new. When you date somebody do, you, new. do you got like a 48-point diagnostic, like when you go to Lube and Go? Or what do, you, do they know? You just go in and say, give me the standard workup. Yes. You know what's funny about oh this? Is it also, it really shows how Buzz has not been to a doctor for a physical or, you know, you know any oh, type yeah. of examination There's other in issues years. arising. Too. Doctors right. are for when you're sick. You don't go in before you're sick. That's not true at all. It's called preventative medicine, preventative health. and Yeah. It's like getting a checkup on your car. Why do you get oil change? Why do you get it, you know, serviced every year? Because it's got a sticker on it that tells you when to do it. Do we need to put a sticker on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. It's like <laughs> re- replace oil. You need to send him to the doctor and like pin a note on his shirt. Yeah. Like, please give him the following tests. And return in six months. <laughs> I would assume if you went into a doctor and asked, "Hey, give me an STD test," they uh-huh. would say, "Well, for which one?" 
No, there's a no. panel. It's a panel. You just give me the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, they no. know but <laughs> They might have to swab something. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, what? What do you think? <laughs> like, they got to put a Q-tip up there or something? <laughs> Hard pass. Buzz. Oh. Stop. Dude, this isn't about me. This is about this dude that's talking about accidentally attaching his STD (laughs) test. Well, you were trying to make it sound more of a big deal, I feel like. You're making it sound like this dumb idiot went and got tested for STDs. You should be doing that. You should be doing it. Everybody should be doing it. You're making whoever's listening almost probably think, you know what? Buzz doesn't care about his sexual health. No, don't listen to Buzz. I shouldn't either. You should probably all go get tested. Well, if I started losing a lot of weight or, you know, showing That's not the time to go get That's already too late. That's a sign that it's too late. I think you guys are overestimating how sexually active I am. That could be true. As well. <laughs> I, think I think you're really but overestimating. somebody specifically was yeah, like... somebody wanted that. <laughs> exactly right. Somebody wanted all of that. Well, I got the f- and she wanted it to be like, hey, let's both go get tested. It'll be fun. And then you ruined it. I gotta tell you, it just sounded so bizarre to me. Did it make you think that she might have had one? Like, if she was asking you, then it makes you think, well, I don't have anything to hide. Why are you asking for one? I didn't even think. I mean, that didn't even cross my mind, honestly. I just thought it was a bizarre request. Let us know what you think. Is it bizarre? Let us know in the app chat. Is it bizarre? And she probably was like, oh, this guy doesn't want to get tested. What is he hiding? Yeah, let's not do this. That's what I would be like. If a girl told me, if I asked, like, you know what, we just started seeing each other, I'd appreciate it if we both just got tested. And if she was like, no. You would say yeah. that to and a she, girl? Yeah. People have We need to go that. in and get tested because I and think not you're together or if we want. filthy. Not together, but you I mean, say hey. Filthy? Oh, I got to make sure you're not disease-ridden. This isn't yeah. something. Basically. Get up in your goodies. Yeah, basically. This isn't something to make people feel filthy or dirty. Yeah. This Why is do you, something that's normal. It's health. See, that's how puritanical <laughs> buzzes. Uh, beliefs are towards sex and health, I guess. Even and this is how like different strains start. Yeah, this is how the <laughs> this is how the the buzz strain started. <laughs> this show, the antibiotic exactly. resistance. This episode of this show is going to be the starting well, point. Trust me, I've been in quarantine for a long time, so <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> Somebody in the app chat's like, "How the hell did Buzz have his daughter with all his anti-sexual positions?" <laughs> You know the By not thing. using protection, I guess. Gross! <laughs> you should get tested. All right, whatever. Yeah, should, that, we, that should is... we all go in and get tested, and then we all yes, have to reveal the results sure. on the on the air? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nico's not going to reveal his results. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nico, By order of Nico's out, mom, Nico, we're not revealing the results. <laughs> Nico, Nico caught a disease. It turns out alopecia is an STD. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Keep my alopecia <laughs> out your <laughs> mouth. Hey, we haven't heard from Nico's alopecia in the app chat today. Yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. If we have time, I have the Mocho calendar at Daily Almanac and events coming up. Let's take a look at entertainment news first, though, with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. 
This isn't official or anything, but the not always reliable British tabloids say that Will Smith has checked himself into a luxury rehab clinic to get help and more cynically save his brand. A source says, quote, the impact of the backlash has hit Will hard. Probably not as hard as he hit Chris. So he will be getting help on dealing with stress. You know, I have to give Joanna some huge props. Oh, thank you. You have a really great comedy uh, ability. You're, well, thank you. Yeah, you are very, very she funny. She has very native instincts. Very native instincts, yeah. I can offer a sarcastic comment and a witty one. As well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, if you'll remember, is holding a meeting today to decide if they should discipline him. Clerks director Kevin Smith will soon become the first movie maker to release an entire movie exclusively through NFT. The newest film by the director titled Kilroy Was Here will only be made available to the person who wins the NFT via auction. For the forthcoming NFT sale, Smith collaborated with SCRT Labs Secret Network, which recently worked with Quentin Tarantino for the release of his exclusive Pulp Fiction NFTs. The movie Kilroy is being called a throwback anthology horror film featuring a creature that kills evil adults at the behest of victimized kids. The movie, along with exclusive content from the film, behind-the-scenes footage, and a commentary track will be launched as a 5,555-piece generative art NFT collection. Can I ask a, a sincere question? Yes. If you buy the NFT, whoever wins it, can they then release it? Yes. Like, and monetize it? Yes. Like, I'm releasing this so, movie. Yes, mm-hmm. so Smith did say, when you buy the Kilroy NFT, you get exclusive access to the movie, but more importantly, the specific version of Kilroy you get is your Kilroy to do whatever you want. Make your own movie. Turn it into a cartoon. License him for lunchboxes. We started a story. Uh, now you get to continue it with your own version. So you would get to monetize it. Now, do you get to see it ahead of time? Because that's what most people do before they greenlight a project. To see and you're the, like, can I see thing? it right. first? See if it's worth it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he could, though. Personal items that once belonged to the iconic comedic actress Betty White, including a gold watch from her mother, are set to go up for auction in September. Awards, paintings, scripts, jewelry, and red carpet outfits from the homes of the Golden Girls actress were put on display at Julian's Auctions in Beverly Hills on Tuesday. Uh, Martin Nolan, the executive director of Julian's Auctions, says that all these items came from her home in Brentwood or her residence in Carmel in Northern California, where she lived with her husband. The most personal item, according to Nolan, is a 14-karat gold watch that was gifted to Betty White on December 5th, 9th, 25th, 1940, with the initials TCW, which, of course, is Tess White, Betty's mom. Aww. There are also numerous paintings of animals and paintings by animals. Up for auction are three paintings by Coco, a gorilla who communicated using sign language. Nolan values the entire collection at $1 million to $2 million. Wow. The auction will take place September 23rd through the 25th in Beverly Hills. The man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker last year was released from jail due to a clerical error. James Howard Jackson, one of three men charged in the shooting and robbery of dog walker Ryan Fisher, was released from court on Wednesday after records show the charges against him were dropped. According to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office, the dismissed charges were supposed to have been replaced by a superseding grand jury indictment unsealed during Wednesday's hearing. However, it seems the superseding case was not entered against Jackson. Jackson was arrested in April of 2021, along with Jalen White and Lafayette Whaley. Each was charged with attempted murder and robbery for the dogs for cash scheme. So that dude is but now, 
nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like now they have to fight well, they gotta him. Get him again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Gaga, meanwhile, was reunited with her dogs. Well, that's good. No. Yeah, because a lot of people were like, "We're going to raise money to get the dogs back, not for the guy who got shot." <laughs> meanwhile, the dude that got shot is in bad. Did he become a did he become a transient or like he's yeah. living out of his van he was or like, whatever? I, I can't Christ. deal with this life in Hollywood, taking care of these dogs. I'm just going to go live a free life. And then he set up like a GoFundMe so he can get a better van. Oh, that was a choice then, <laughs> not a. He wasn't forced into being before this happened. Before this happened, you would think if I could pick out one job title. Where you're most least likely to get <laughs> shot, it would be Lady Gaga's dog. Yeah, walker. you're like it's a pretty sweet gig, you know, walking the dogs. Boom, shot. Dogs kidnapped. You now a transient. Mm. And finally, Peacock is working on a new series called "The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning." It's an unscripted show where they help people organize their homes, lives, and relationships as they prepare to die. There's no word on when it'll debut, but it's based... This is like Marie Kondo meets Jack Kevorkian. (laughs) Kind of, or Queer Eye as well. Uh, It's based on a book of the same name by Margareta Magnuson, which has been described as, quote, a primer on how to winnow your belongings before you die so you don't burden your family. Are the Swedish people known for doing this? Maybe. I don't know much about the Swedish culture and how they their views on death. by the way i'm unofficially copywriting the gentle art of swedish death cleaning as the name of my new metal band <laughs> <laughs> dibs, on that yeah, dibs on that for my for my death metal band a peacock says it won't be too morbid though and it says it will help people quote organize and demystify their home life and relationships so that they can prepare for death while enjoying life people have asked me before and i it, it's concerning that i get these questions more and more every year. Have you made any end of life plans? My boss asked me this week, have you thought about your will? At all? Oh, no. And I, I and the answer is I have. And okay. here's what I've thought. Good. It's somebody else's problem. Yeah. Right. Like after I'm gone, I don't care. You don't? Not at all. Okay. Well, the the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning comes from a book. <laughs> God, that would just like a thrash metal band called the, the gentle, gentle Art of, of Swedish, Swedish Death. death. The Swedish author Margareta Magnusson wrote a book about it. And Are she, you just repeating the story that Joanna just I, did? I said it was based on the book. Yeah, but Go so on. in it she says, it's a loving thing to do for the people you care about. Sorting through your belongings once you're gone is an awful burden to put on someone. So getting rid of them now to make it less awful for them. That makes sense. Like when, when somebody passes away, if it was your cl- My dad passed away last year. We threw a bunch of his stuff. It was a lot of fun, actually. It was a lot of fun? Yeah. Like old pocket knives okay, and yeah. coins that he collected could, and stuff. Could, and everybody was like, we weren't, yeah, the thing is, if we were like fighting that. over it, I could imagine right. that being a nightmare. But we were just like, yeah, you want the... You know, I could see that being therapeutic as well. We're, we're a pretty happy yeah. family. Well, sometimes it can be the, the, a death can be so devastating that just going through the memories of the, the person by their belongings can be traumatic. I didn't realize my dad had collected so many Buckeyes over the years. What are Buckeyes? What's a Buckeye? <laughs> They're kind of nut or... A nut? Like a edible nut? Or you like... never heard of the college team that's called the Buckeyes? The Ohio, Ohio State? I think, yeah. Buckeyes? So either... Oh, it's okay. A, like a Buckeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had a ton of those. So it's like, yeah, I got my fill of Buckeyes. Now, let me take a look at this watch. Do you want to know the seven steps to gen- the gentle oh, art of Swedish death? Seven climate? Yeah. steps, yeah. One, let your loved ones know that you're doing this. <laughs> I'm going to throw out mom's stuff, guys. 
Grab what you want. Start with less personal items. Buckeyes. <laughs> Gift possessions away gradually. No longer use your good china. Give it to your daughter, but only if she wants it. Keep mementos for yourself. Did you, did you, did you keep any of your dad's pocket knives? Yeah, kept, he had a bunch of those too. So I kept one. I gave one to my daughter. She wanted one. Aww. I got a couple of watches. I've moved his, like the watch that I always saw him wearing growing up. That's like my main rotation watch now. Aww. That's the one I wear most days. So, and Aww, But I can imagine if you're in a situation where you're fighting with your family over oh, that's stuff, awful. that's oh, just going to be definitely. the freaking worst. Yeah. Man. Donate and sell the rest, number five. Six, make a list of important documents and passwords. God, that would be super important. Imagine passing away and nobody can get into your, your, like, phone. your phone or your Facebook Oh, my dad only had a flip phone from nineteen, from two thousand six that he never used. I think he got like an Obama phone or something. What, what, but what about financial documents and things like that? Oh, he, he and my mom were we're good about I mean, that. she and she was doing all that stuff there for the past five to ten years, probably. Make a hard copy of computer passwords and put them to, together with important financial documents and other relevant paperwork that may be tough but important to find after your death. And number seven, just declutter regularly. Tiger Woods almost got a hole-in-one, guys, yesterday. He was My playing his first round at the Masters and he put a 71 on the card. That's one over par, so that's on pace to make the cut. If Tiger goes back out there and shoots another 71, he's probably going to be uh, easily making the cut, meaning he'll be playing uh, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, which is a huge boost to viewership and just, you know, it's good for the game. What's the golf. total number of people playing? Uh, you know, usually it's in the 50s, 50, 60s, okay. something like that. Uh, and then they cut it down on Friday. If you don't make the cut, you're done. If you do make the cut, you get the, you're in the money. You're going to win some money on Friday and Saturday, uh, on Saturday and Sunday. But here's uh, the hole that Tiger almost dropped it in the cup for. It's number six. All right, so they're so excited. It almost sounds like it's not golf. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That was quite a ruckus. (laughs) Tiger Tiger was in a life-threatening accident just a little over a year ago, and now he's playing and performing at the very highest level. It is amazing. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Coming up this hour, we've got another cash code keyword that's about 15 minutes away. Every hour today... Through the 5 o'clock hour, you could expect a new cash code keyword at about a quarter past, give or take. And enter those keywords on the KLAQ mobile app. Every keyword you enter is another chance to be registered. Every day we do a drawing for $2,000. So we got a daily $2,000 winner, but you could be a $10,000 winner. Just listen for as many cash code keywords. Enter as many as you can on the KLAQ mobile app. Don't have the mobile app? It's free. Get it. Or if there's something keeping you from doing that, you can enter those keywords at klaq.com as well. Also, uh, Foreigner tickets. We got Foreigner performing at the Abraham Chavez Theater on Monday. Get your fill of classic 70s and 80s rock. Do you like Foreigners? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Foreigners. Yeah. But I like the band Foreigner as well. That's good. So I have another pair of tickets uh, coming up this morning. Your chance to win those on the way. Hey, did we find out, are we going to be broadcast? not we, but the station broadcasting live from the Sun City Tattoo 
That's festival. the last thing I heard. Last yeah. thing we heard is that starting at 10 o'clock, Veronica's going to be live at the convention center for the Sunset? Sun City Tattoo and Art Festival. Uh, are they giving tattoos there, Joanna? They will. Yes. That's pretty cool. I don't have any tattoos, but I don't think Buzz does either. No. Joanna, I'm do you not, have any? I'm not anti-tattoo. Do, I've just yeah. never been willing to make that kind of commitment in my life. I mean, a lifelong. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be happy with this. Joanna does. I, I used to think I would be covered in tattoos. Why? Because Did you I, be a I always. or something? <laughs> Juggalette. Juggalette. Use the proper term. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just always thought tattoos were so cool, and I was like, I'm going to have so many. You were going to be a rock chick. Yeah. Tattoos are forever. They take a long time to put on, you mean? No. like they they, Oh, they last it's forever. It's a lifetime right? commitment. Are there any of the tattoos? How many do you have? Like two. Do you regret either of them? No. That's good. I'm, See, tr- I'm trying to think, like, if I had really gotten... You know, like at the age of 20, if I decided I'm going to get tattoos of the things that I'm really into, I would have a tattoo of the band Georgia Satellites right now. (laughs) (laughs) Probably like Han Solo. (laughs) (laughs) And a Chewbacca where your chest hair grows. (laughs) Probably like an OU Sooners, which that one I would still be totally committed to. Actually, I still like the George Satellites and Han Solo. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe you, would, you would have liked your tattoos. I always think, look at a picture of what your hair and your clothes looked like 20 years ago and just say, has your sense of style changed since then? A little. My, I you really got to get something uh, that you're sure really. that you're not going to get mm-hmm. tired of. I've always thought. Right. So Tattoo Expo, this is the fifth annual Sun City Tattoo Expo featuring more than 150 tattoo artists going to start noon today at the El Paso Convention Center. General admission, $25. Kids 12 and under are free. Should we take the kids out of school, take them down to the tattoo festival. (laughs) (laughs) You can get them a discount on Junior's first tattoo. Do you have a children's menu by any chance? (laughs) And as I was mentioning on Monday, Foreigner is playing. Uh, at the Abraham Chavez Theater. Tickets range from 49 to $129. You can get those at Ticketmaster.com, and we're going to have some more tickets for Foreigner coming up a little bit later. Here is your preview for Q Connected. I just got this hot off the presses. KLAQ has Q Connected 5 to 7 on Sundays. It's our new music show, taking a look at new music on the national scene, also a focus on local rockers this week. Two new songs from Korn's latest album, Requiem. Also, two new songs from Romstein oh. are going to be featured. And this week, Daniel Paulus. Daniel Paulus is your host and mm-hmm. also the curator of Q Connected, and he's going to have local artists like Jim Ward, Man the Mute, and the P-Razors are all going to be featured. That is Q Connected. Five to seven Sundays on 95.5 KLAQ and streaming on the KLAQ mobile app. We're going to get to uh, the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events here in just a few minutes. I got some more details on the middle school teacher in Granbury, Texas, who set a kid's hand on fire as part of a science Science experiment. experiment. Oh, good. I'm curious about the details of this. The teacher has resigned. The incident happened last Friday, but 
I kind of feel bad because, you know, you want to show kids how cool science is. All right, guys. But maybe don't set their hands on fire. Alcohol is flammable. We don't know her name, but she's 37 years old, and the story today is that this teacher has resigned. She put hand sanitizer on kids' hands and then lit them on fire as part of a science experiment. Jeez. Where do you think this experiment was going? Yeah. Like, the, uh, it would burn, but you're, but it wouldn't hurt you? I guess, right? It's well, like, it will, look, I can put my hands on fire. It will hurt you eventually, but you, you're right in the sense that it, it's, a, it's a gel, and so it's just burning on the top, and so where the bottom is that has the gel on your hands probably wouldn't burn at first. Eventually, if you just kept your hands on fire... It would get down to your hands. I don't know what they would be teaching, what the point of this would be. Uh, Don't don't listen to grown-ups, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're going to learn some science. Grown-ups aren't always right. I mean, if you really wanted to say, okay, alcohol is a volatile uh, liquid that easily turns into a gaseous state, and you can see how flammable the gaseous state is through this hand sanitizer. Give me your hand, Billy. (laughs) So it turns out that the teacher had done it throughout the day with other students who were okay, and it was only the one 12-year-old student who was injured, and here is Russell Grizzard of the Granbury Police Department talking about what happened. Yeah, but at least it wasn't critical race theory, right? <laughs> Have you? Oh, my son got his hands burned off. Tell me they didn't teach him CRT, though. <laughs> Have the, you? Twelve-year-old uh, seen... ended up being burned badly enough that he had to go to the <sighs> hospital, though. And that can happen. Have you not, never seen the videos on on YouTube of of like frat guys doing this kind of game, or where they they uh, rub their? There's two different ways of doing it: rubbing your hands completely in the hand sanitizer, and then setting and then setting fire. it on fire, and then you have fire hands. Or putting in the in the in your palm like the gel and then setting it on a fire and then you can move the gel around. We should probably do a disclaimer at this. Oh, point. don't do this! <laughs> don't do, do not do this. You're just saying people have done it have, before and they all get burnt. <laughs> like, oh, they do. Well, on on YouTube, a lot of people end up showing the videos of them getting burnt. Yeah. Let's take a look at our MoShow calendar and daily almanac of events. Find out what's happening today is April the eighth. Today is Buddha Day. Like the the god, I guess, Buddha. Oh, okay. I thought it was Buddha, a different Buddha. You, you know, like, what Buddha I'm talking about, right? Bud? Budda? Oh, no, I didn't. Budda? Yeah. Is that a slang for Bud? Weed? Yeah. <laughs> Today is International Roma Day. Uh, other terms in the past that we don't use anymore, apparently, gypsy, pikey, <laughs> Irish traveler, child snatchers. You can't say gypsy. I'm telling you what you're no longer allowed to say. That family gypos. that's asking for money. Don't say gypos. Don't say that. The family faking like there's a kid, a yeah. sick kid on the west side so they can get money. Right. International Roma Day. Today is also National Dog Fighting Awareness Day. As in, don't do it or do it? I, I assume. I'm not even clicking on the link, but I'm assuming it's against it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Birthdays today include actress Patricia Arquette, who's 54. She's now on Severance oh. on Apple+. Plus. That's a TV show you like? Yep. There's a new episode today. 
<laughs> I sure this, hope this is going someplace because every Friday I, I get home and the first thing I do is put on Severance to see the latest episode. Didn't your I mom... just got renewed my, for my, a second season. Yes, when my mom was visiting, my mom doesn't have... She barely has cable. She certainly doesn't have any streaming right. services. And she got into watching this show, which is one of the weirder shows that I've ever seen. Which is interesting for your mom to be into. Robin Wright? The actress who played Jenny in Forrest Gump, Princess Jenny. Buttercup in Princess Bride. She's 56 today. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> well done. John Lennon's oldest son, Julian Lennon, turns 59 today. Did you see that documentary about the Be the Beatles as fathers and stuff? And, and I think they interviewed Julian Lennon about... There's always been some raw emotion. Very from, raw. From Julian. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've interviewed Julian through the years, and I can imagine for 60 years, this almost 60 years, this guy's like, what kind of dad was John Lennon? Everybody asks. But well, the thing is, he, he, was, he always felt kind of neglected. And then when John and Yoko had Sean, so it's his younger half-brother, John poured everything into Sean. Like mm -hmm. all the per, paternal attention was given to Sean, but not uh, Julian. And didn't Paul McCartney even take like take yeah. care of Julian? He felt bad, uh, you know, that Julian was kind of shuffled to the side. And in fact, the song "Hey Jude" was originally "Hey Jules," and it was Paul McCartney say, "Don't, don't make it bad. Take a sad song, make it better." Aww. And he changed it to "Jude" just because it was more melodic. Yeah, melodic, mellifluous, or whatever. But it. <laughs> But it was about Julian Lennon, who's 59 today. Former Guns N' Roses guitarist Izzy Stradlin turned 60 today. And a birthday for one of the original Dukes of Hazard, John Schneider, who played Bo Duke, is 62. Uh, Joanna, as the show's most devoted horror cinema uh -huh. aficionado, I've got a question for you. I'm going to give you uh, one of the big names in horror. Okay. And you identify who this person is. Kane Hodder, K-A-N-E-H-O-D-D-E-R, yeah. without looking it up. Can you do it? He's either Michael Myers or Jason. I'll give it to you. One of them. 67 years old today, he was he was Jason Voorhees. He played Jason in four Friday the 13th movies. Aww, Good job, sweet boy, Jason. Sweet boy. Oh, that's what his mom calls him. That's why I call my nephews my sweet boys. <laughs> They're your little Jason Voorhees. My sweet boys. My sweet boys. Yeah. Uh, Shecky Green, old school comedian, is 96. Yeah, not, many of these, yeah. not many of these old timers mm -mm. still around, but Shecky Green is 96 today. Few dates in history that I think are notable 48 years ago baseball superstar Hank Aaron of the Atlanta Braves bo broke Babe Ruth's lifetime home run record by hitting his 715th he played in you know I forget how many games it was but many many more games like his career was longer he had way more at bats than Babe Ruth ever did but that was 48 years ago 28 years ago, in 1994, Nirvana lead singer Kurt Cobain's body was found in his Seattle home. Oh, man. Apparently, 
the body had been there for several days and they were looking for him because just a rundown of the events leading up to that. He had been in rehab. He checked himself out. He'd been in rehab another time. He climbed a wall to get out. Wow. He had somebody purchase a shotgun for him because police had taken one away. And when he killed himself, they were definitely looking for him, but he had killed himself in a detached room above a garage and they didn't look there. It wasn't until like a workman at the house saw the body through one of the windows. So it was, I think five, four or five days after, after the suicide that they found Kurt's body. But that was 28 years ago. And 22 years ago on this date, Saturday night live aired the now classic more cowbell skit. Sweet. That ought to be a holiday. (laughs) The anniversary of the cowbell skit. It needs more cowbell. Is that a good walking? It is one of the worst okay. walkins that right. I've ever heard. More uh, cowbell. You know what they did right about that bit? They never tried to extend it and right. like turn right. it into a series of bits. Or a movie starring Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of skits that I feel like, oh, that was funny one time. I'm the latest man. It's Pat. Do you remember that? It's Pat. Do you know Stuart Smalley had his own movie? What? No. Do you remember the Stuart Smalley no. Daily Affirmations no. character? No. Anyway, Cowbell knew when to get out. <laughs> you can do it one time, and it's a classic forever. This week is also National Library Week. I feel like we should know that because we had a guest from the El Paso Libraries talk about it. Yep, Miss Amy Camp was on the show on Wednesday. Talking about a lot of the summer programs. This is also uh, Bookmobile Week and National Library Week. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going into the weekend. What was the uh, Will Smith story that there are tabloid reports that Will Smith has checked himself in? Yep. Checked himself into a, a luxury rehab, is what they're calling it. Isn't that the move, though, for every celebrity who's in if trouble? You, if yeah. you really F up, you go into rehab. And it doesn't matter what you did. They're, like, he slapped somebody, but I'm not sure there's a rehab for that. Yeah, but if... <laughs> what is he getting rehabbed? Does he, does he have pill, I, pill I problems? Su- I suspect there's probably, you know, maybe some unknown problem with substance, maybe alcohol or whatever that we're Maybe, not yeah. I mean, that is certainly uncharacteristic for most people's image of Will Smith. Well, and just so the history of the years, he hasn't really shown any sloppy. There's been no indication of some some problem like that. Is it today the day that the uh, Academy's having its meeting to decide what they're going to do in this situation? Today is the meeting, yeah. And the reports were out of uh, British tabloids, uh, so we don't have a confirmation that Will Smith checked himself out to any no kind of rehab. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe Will Smith has got some substance problems that we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just like a... I think it's just a move you make. You, you, th- you I don't think he probably has any... people's sincerity when they go into rehab. No, sometimes it's necessary, like when Lindsay Lohan went in. Or if you get caught in a sex scandal, you go into sex, sex addiction. Rehab, yeah. Right. I've always thought that was a little... That one like, is... But this, maybe there's a substance abuse problem. You're not a sex addict if you're having sex with supermodels and porn stars. You're a sex addict if you can't help yourself and you're 
like getting it in the back alley of some skid row Wait, someplace. That's your definition of the of sex abuse. <laughs> like you think you think it has to be a skeevy situation for it to be. Well, you find out somebody's cheating. You know, I'll use Tiger as an example. You know, he's cheating on his wife, but he's cheating with, you know, pretty attractive women. That's well, not what a sex a sex. That's what every a lot of guys would do if they had the opportunity. This is what that's they just define it a as. Ton of opportunity. Sex addiction is when your addiction to sex ruins your life. It doesn't matter how it ruins your life. It doesn't matter if it was in a back alley or in a penthouse of the Four Seasons with a supermodel. As long as it ruins your life, it's a problem. Oh, I did something that I regret doing. No, if it ruins your life, if you're mar- if it ruins your I marriage, it like, if you lose money. I thought money, it spoke more about compulsion. Like you're com- compelled to no, do this. Like Not the, just like, oh, I wanted to have sex with this woman because I like sex and I thought she was hot. Well, it is about compulsion, but it's also, it's about, um, yeah, I mean. I've always thought it's kind of a phony move when it's like, oh, you're, you know, a guy who got caught cheating or whatever. So, oh, I'm a sex addict. People who are uh, addicted to pornography, they're they're spending all their savings account on it, okay? Or people who are addicted to sex, they're spending all their money. Tiger wasn't spending all his money or all his savings account on sex. That's what it would, that's where you would see it being a problem as or an addiction when it's starting to really ruin your life. Yeah, all right. It, it's controversial. The sex addiction, like you said, it is controversial because how can you prove somebody is addicted to sex or they just like it, you know? Yeah, I imagine a lot more guys, if they if they had women, you know, if they were a professional athlete or a rock star or rapper or right. whatever, a lot more guys would be having a lot more sex Yeah, if, if it was just being thrown at them all, all the time. It doesn't mean you're a sex addict. It means you have a lot more opportunity <laughs> to get sex. Are all the members of Molly Crew sex addicts? All the members of every band in the 80s, as far as I know. I've got a few uh, neckline calls. I thought I'd get to those coming up in just a few minutes. This is a story that it set aside for the true crime report, and then somehow I missed it. But this is a true story. A woman who wrote a book called How to Murder Your Husband is on trial... Take a wild guess. What's she on trial for? DUI? <laughs> Murdering her husband. What? 71-year-old <laughs> woman in Oregon this week, Nancy Brophy, went on trial. She's accused of murdering her husband four years ago. In 2011, Nancy Brophy wrote an essay called How to Murder Your Husband. She also wrote a romance novel called The Wrong Husband. (laughs) But the judge has ruled that those facts can't be entered into evidence. So the jury won't know that the woman accused of murdering her husband wrote an essay called How to Murder Your Husband. You know what it is reminiscent of? Hmm. There was a move that rappers can't have the, like, people who have violent lyrics in their raps. Mm Mm-hmm. That can't be held against them if they're ever accused of murder. Mm-hmm. Like if you take credit for a crime in a rap, right? It can't be used. It can't you. be used. So I guess this is in line with that, right? Right. That an artistic work of fiction. It's hard to prove that that was the inspiration for your crime. As far as I know, Johnny Cash never had to face a murder rap for shooting a man in Reno just to, just watch, to watch him, him die. die. <laughs> 
So uh, Nancy, the 71-year-old woman in this case, first came to national attention in 2018 when she was arrested, but there weren't a lot of details other than her husband had been shot and killed at work and there weren't any witnesses. By the way, she's not a successful writer. She's about as far from a famous author as you can get. And if she did it, she wasn't a successful murderer either because a lot of things are pointing to her, like a life insurance policy, an order for a ghost gun that you assemble yourself, an order for a replacement gun barrel. Also, there was surveillance footage that placed her nearby. So it's not like she was an expert on murdering your husband right. despite the essay. Those are called clues. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all all of that could be entered into evidence, but her essay entitled How to Murder Your Husband can't be entered into evidence. Oh, okay. Uh, her defense, though, is claiming that all the gun stuff she did for researching material for her book. So it almost seems like her defense is going to have to bring up, well, the reason she was researching this is because she wrote an essay. Uh, can we ask what the name of the essay was? How to Murder Your Husband. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yes. It's like part of their defense is she was researching, but they can't, they don't want to let the jury Isn't know what, what pl- it was researched for. Isn't that a plot point in Knives Out, you know, the movie with Christopher Plummer and Anna de Armas and stuff? I think he was a mystery writer and he he noted down like the best ways to to kill people. Who was the old man? The, the old man, the Christopher Plummer. Yeah. You know, that was a good movie, and I really enjoyed it, but honestly, I'm stumped. I don't remember. What remember? The pl- I don't know what the plot point well, other was. Than the, other writer. than there was a well, secret window dies, that the murderer right? snuck into. And he made it seem like it was a suicide, but then they bring in that detective, oh, and he, yes. had, he knows that he didn't kill himself. That he famous knows. Southern detective, James Bond. <laughs> 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 So he's trying to figure out. He knows somebody there murdered right. him uh, because took James somebody Bond hired to, him to figure out that it was Captain America who did it. Buzz, spoiler. Oh, spoiler! Are we doing spoilers for knives? Are we worried about spoilers know. for knives no, we're not, out? No, no. But somebody out there is going to be mad. <laughs> I was finally going to get around to watching knives. Good movie. Out. <laughs> it's a good movie. And the way you find out how he did it. It's amazing. I recommend it. I, in it fact, I really probably good. need to watch it again because I'm really hazy on a lot of the key details. Other than there was like a secret window. Wait, there but was that's... a secret window, yes. <laughs> that plays key part into it. But that's my point is if you're a mystery writer, you probably would have some messed up search histories <laughs> right? on your computer. <laughs> I'm not even a mystery writer and I have some pretty messed up search history. Yeah, even if you got to write schlock for the internet every day, you got to search some weird stuff. Write schlock? You know, you're writing a stupid article. You might have to look up some pretty grisly stuff. Is schlock a word? <laughs> schlock. Crap. <laughs> you know, the stuff that we're forced to write every day. Garbage. Things that are going to get a lot of click. Cheap. Clickbait, schlock. which is synonymous schlock. with crap bait. Schlock. Cheap or inferior goods or material. Yeah. It's trash. We're schlockmeisters, guys. Schlock journalism. The sooner our company comes to terms with that, the better we're all going to be. I'm shocked at this lock. <laughs> How dare you say that as I start to write an article on Chris Pine being in El Paso. <laughs> Chris Pine is in El Paso? Yeah. What's he up to? Maybe he's listening. Oh, you know. Alan J, The Tap, 
Yeah, but people don't come in just to go to L and J. I mean, it's like, hey, what's a good Mexican know, place? L and J. Probably people say, what's a good Mexican restaurant that's close to a historic site? And everybody goes, L and J. It's right next to the cemetery, right? Okay, well, that's where he was. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why he's here. See, you don't well, know any of the details, but yet you're going to write an article about hell it. Hell yeah! That's yeah. crap. Thank you for my schlock. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the name of today's on demand. <laughs> Schlockfest. Schlockfest. Right. You're never supposed to write anything that matters or that's actually helpful to people. You just write whatever's going to get a bunch of people to click on it. It's no, the definition don't of crap. Say that. Well, sometimes the most helpful things get more clicks on them, but like hack, like life hack articles, those get a ton of clicks. Well, give me an example of one good life hack. Have you ever written a life hack article? I've never written a life hack article. I read them all the time. Really? Yeah. If you read them all the time, one of them ought to come right to mind. <laughs> Give me a good life hack. I never use them. You mean... I just think it's interesting. Just useful stuff that's definitely not crap. You can't think of it... That you read all the time. You can't think of a single example of something that's going to save me time and make my life more convenient. Nope. Can't. Oh, actually, yeah. A paper clip for an ear cleaner. <laughs> That sounds dangerous. That sounds terrible. Do you mean use the blunted end of no, it? No, they show you how to shape it and like twist it into something perfect. I'm pretty sure if you're not supposed to put a Q-tip, which has <laughs> soft, fuzzy stuff on it, you're not supposed to jam a pointy metal thing in your ear. I'll tell you when I try it. Oh, so it's a life hack, but you just haven't tried it. I haven't tried any of the life hacks. I just I find them interesting. I always say I'm going to try the life hacks. Right, that's and then exactly I it. I always think, man, this would would be helpful someday, and then I just put it away. You know, the article, <laughs> never to be seen again. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've I've seen some of those or read articles, but and you think, oh, I'm going to start doing that, but then you won't. You never do. Anyway, at KaylaQ.com, you can check out my article <laughs> on the dancing salesman from Charlie Clark Nissan. And I, how he puts smiles on everybody's faces, including Kevin Bacon. He made Kevin Bacon? Yes. You're going to read the article. Wait, was Kevin Bacon out. at Alan Jay's with Chris Pine? No, you're going to have to read the article to find out. Well, that's not going to happen. Just tell me what it says. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, okay. Well, you can read my article <laughs> at KLQ.com about the four most fun adult uh, Easter egg themed uh, games you can play. And you can read Buzz's article on how the new Starbucks is at the old Prince Machiavelli's location, and then people bitch at him oh, because they're like, dude. <laughs> So you here's got a the lot thing. of clicks on whoever this, picked. The, I don't pick the images, so they picked the image. Whoever I did. It. Well, that was a really crap image. Why? Because it's of the old Prince Machiavelli. There are no pictures of the. You, it's a. It's a block and a half away. You could have just taken oh, the new, of the new Starbucks. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted a, what the old the facade looked like. So I thought it was funny. There's because okay. No, I will specifically say I will this. Agree with Nico on his thought process on it. That's the good image for it. And Buzz specifically says in his article, he talks about how he drives by with his daughter, and his daughter says, oh, do any princesses live in that magic castle? Well, if I didn't have that image, well, nobody that was would... back in the old day. Anybody reading the article would right, understand listen, that. Listen, here's the thing that pisses me off. When people start talking about how stupid my article is, but they clearly didn't <laughs> read the article. You don't have to read the article. I don't care if you read the article. But if you don't read the article, don't comment on how stupid it is just based on the, on the image. <laughs> it's like people aren't even literate. I'm going to judge this article based on an image that I didn't even pick out. Somebody, you want to take another stab at it? <laughs> Wait, take, so you're saying if you had a chance to put up your own article, you would have chosen a different image? If 
I were going to do it, which I definitely am not, I would have gone over there and taken a picture. I wouldn't have implied that it still is in the same building that Prince Machiavelli's okay, was if in. If people were reading and you started saying it looks like a castle and somebody did not live in El Paso. Are you when- now crapping on your own article, Buzz? Yeah. Are you agreeing with the people who are saying that? No. It sounds like you okay, are. Okay, so, so there used to be this strip club not far from the station that looked kind of had a castle motif called Prince Machiavelli's. Well, in that spot, that space, which has been vacant since 2014, they put a Starbucks. And I thought that was interesting because of the movie Idiocracy. Because 500 years in the future, culture right. is so dumbed down that everybody... And if everything's people read about the sex. article, they would know that before they commented right. things like, well, it was just the the location that Castle was torn down already. Yeah, so but- some mouth-breathing mother wrote this. <laughs> yep, sounds like an article Buzz would write. Misinformation and fake news. The club was demolished years ago. Yeah, in the like third a paragraph, it says Prince Machiavelli's was demolished in 2014, but it had stood vacant for several years before that. You don't have to read what I write, people. Look, but if you're going to make a comment, at least scan it. But you know, we just, all know what you meant. And there's people in the comments who say the same thing. Like, they knew what you meant by it because someone said, it's still a high-priced location with a great view. So it's just people trying to be mean about your article. This but article is misleading. One of these days, I'm just going to quit writing articles. <laughs> I hate doing it. Nobody reads them. People who do read them only look at the picture. You, you, why do you say it's nobody a, reads them? It's a waste of goddamn why? time. Why, why do you say nobody reads them? How nobody do you reads them because you don't do a good job at, like, you know, selling it. Oh, go read this thing. Jeez. People do. My point is, people what a do bunch read of it though. Being morons, people are in this town. Okay, you are Buzz Adams, and people want to read what you write. Yeah, apparently not because I'm always like on the end of uh, the, well, the number of better views. ideas, dude. I got a good idea. I'm just going to start doing this as a podcast and do it from my home in my slippers. How about that? <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> you can read. You can go ahead and read your crap on whatever website you want to read it on. Oh, Old like man, the- Buzz. He's an old man. He's an old man, Buzz. <laughs> Goddamn right. I just about had it today, man. I can tell. Honestly. God. You don't want to get The final straw tested. is going to be when somebody comes down from corporate and tells me, you really need to put, be putting a lot more effort into the article part of your show. I will, I will walk right out of this building. I will. I can't stop laughing at that one that said, Buzz, you forgot your thong. You forgot your what? Your thong. You forgot your thong. Oh, for the strip club. Okay. That's great. All right, let's take a break. (laughs) Take a break. We'll come back. We got more of the Buzz Adams morning show. And really, we might be into the final week or so of the show. (laughs) The great things are gone. I'm serious. I'm done with the whole mess. All right. It's the Buzz Adams morning show podcast. Nico just told me something really, really interesting jaw-dropping you might even say if you were writing a headline about tom brady mm-hmm. what about tom brady i uh, will get to it in a second yeah um headline right now on tv soon film academy to, to decide fate of will smith over chris rock slap what are they gonna decide no he more already, movies for you he yeah right like he already like got out of the academy himself what can you do to me, huh? 
Exactly, right? Do to they can't take me? his Oscar away. They can't take his Oscar I away. I mean, I that would be a bad look because they didn't take away Weinstein, Roman Polanski's Roman or Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein's or Kevin Spacey's Oscars. So if they take his Oscar away... They'd have to retroactively do something. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen, but... We gotta, the reason this is important to me is because I got a I got in the bank a bunch of Will Smith jokes that we never used. I've either got to delete them or like a do ton. a clearance Buzz sale. Is like, what do I do with these? Specifically like, related to the slap, right? Clearance sale. Yeah, I've got to have some kind of liquidation or just or just skip them. Do you guys want to hear them or not hear them? And honestly, either one is fine. I do. I want you to do it in the style of in Joker, where he has his little notebook, says a joke, and then looks out at the audience. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Before that, though, uh, there were a couple questions from the app chat. Uh, Joanna, where are you going to be at this weekend's remote? Right drive. Tomorrow, right? Tomorrow from 11 to 1. I can't remember the it's answer. It's on Montana. It's a head. new it's location. On Montana. Somebody was asking right. in the in the app chat. Joanna's going to have Globetrotter tickets, and it's 9315 Montana, nice. 11 to Thank 1 you. tomorrow. Thank you. We had one of the chatters come to my last remote. Oh, yeah. Tony. Sure. Tony. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Also, somebody is saying Tiger was cheating with an ugly, trashy chick. Ooh. That's an addict. <laughs> so I guess they agree with That's you. I don't know. Is he talking about the, the one porn star? I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, there, he doesn't there say. There were porn stars. There were like sports bar waitresses. Tiger was getting around. Notice how Buzz is having more and more get off my lawn moments. <laughs> It happens more and more every day. They're only going to become more frequent. I'll let you guys. It's not like I'm getting younger. It's not like I'm retroactively getting younger and less grumpy. And as somebody who has worked at a nursing home, I think I know how to handle these. So meds, meds, change my diaper, positive reinforcement, gentle voices. I'll get you like a nice. Um, My applesauce is too lumpy. A monster energy drink. If you end on time today, Buzz, I'll get you a monster energy drink on Monday. How long do we have? I told you, it's a 57. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What's the difference between Will Smith and Kid Rock? What? People remember Will Smith's last hit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to turn my mic off so Michelle can hear these. Uh, You know... Jada was so turned on by what Will did. Do you know what she, she did later that night after no, the Oscars? No, what'd she do? She let him watch. Michelle. <laughs> 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 good one. That one was a good one. Wait, did Michelle laugh at that one? She did, yeah. I thought Will's apology was really well-written and thoughtful. And whoever wrote it should get a raise. <laughs> Michelle's the only one that liked it. <laughs> You know, put a microphone on Michelle, would you? Yeah, the delivery on that one. And whoever wrote it. But she can't can't hear hear anything, though. Oh, crud. And when she laughs, I'll turn her mic on. Did you hear that Chris Rock and Will Smith are joining forces to become a comedy duo? Oh, really? No. Chris is going to set up the jokes, Uh and Will's going to deliver the punchline. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) That took a bit. That took a bit. What is Will Smith's favorite band? Mm. Smash Mouth. Okay. I'm not even going to give you a chance <laughs> to think right. about it. That's how you should do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just rapid, rapid Just fire. Go at it. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared, said you can't slap Chris Rock because your wife's got no hands. <laughs> oh. 
Bombas. Did you hear why the LAPD got involved? Why? They were upset that a non-union worker was taking the job of slapping black <laughs> men away from them. <laughs> All right, that one's pretty good. Oh, because the police beat black people. All right, sorry. Uh, I had this one. It's a, it's a Joe Biden joke, but... Did you hear Joe Biden had a meeting with his cabinet today? No, really. And he also spoke to his bookcase and argued with a desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one's good too. That wasn't a Will Smith joke. I know. It was just a Biden joke. It had been I had just to get sitting this there. One out too. It had just been sitting there languishing. <laughs> I didn't know when I would use it, just like Joe Biden. <laughs> thought this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, I guess we're going to be live. And by we, I mean Veronica and KLAQ is going to be doing the show, doing her show live yes. from the Sun City Tattoo Star Festival. Star City. Stars. Really? Star City. The The newspaper says Sun City Tattoo Expo. Are they are there competing expos going on? That's Listen why to this. Veronica sent the follow-up and said it's at the El Paso Convention Center and it is Star City Tattoo and Arts Expo. Look. I think we I'm should not doubting. Her I'm not doubting what Veronica says, but the newspaper today says the fifth annual Sun City Tattoo Expo is going to be at the El Paso well, Convention Well, the newspaper Center. may say that, but ours, whatever we're doing, is Star City Tattoo and okay. Arts Expo. Are we the Star City or the Sun City? I guess they're kind of the same thing, right? Star City is, I guess, something... A sun is a type of star. Uh, <laughs> the sun is a very specific star. So. <laughs> that was good. All right. Uh, hey, go read my articles. Yeah. It's basically the only thing that matters. Do you want me days. to say the thing that you teased about? Yes, okay. please. All right. So this is this is amazing if it's true. Yeah. Uh, new report coming out from Pro Football Talk. You can also go to CBS uh, uh, Sports News uh, and read it yourself. That the Dolphins were planning to bring Tom Brady on as a minority owner, and it was so close to happening that the announcement was potentially in the works. The week that preceded the Super Bowl. All right, here's what their plans the were. The way you presented it, and it was much more interesting the way you said it, is that Tom Brady accidentally retired from football. Yes. Because his intention was he was going to quit the Buccaneers yes. to announce that he's not only the quarterback, but also well, a, a part owner, owner of, of the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. The, the Dolphins had a two-pronged plan. The Dolphins' plan involved bringing Brady on as a minority owner, then working out a trade with, with the Buccaneers so that Brady could play for the but, Dolphins. But at the set... On the same day, what happened? Brian Flores' lawsuit against the Miami Dolphins came out and destroyed that entire plan. It stunk up the whole deal. It hinked the whole thing. That's it. So go read about it. It's interesting. I wonder if that's true. Well, CBS Sports says so. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back Monday if everything goes as planned. So uh, we'll talk to you then. So long.